Now, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a story. It's a question, it's a statement, it's what can you offer? here for a celebration. You bought your tickets for a celebration. So a celebration is what you're going to get. If you want to, uh, if you want to, if, you, if you're expecting quality here, if you're expecting some kind of fancy treatment or intro or, or, or anything special other than a goddamn phone on a dirty fucking desk. It is a dirty fucking desk. <laughs> you are sadly mistaken, but welcome to What Can You Offer? And uh, my name's John. I'm sitting here with Alex, Alex, how are you, man? I'm good, and uh, enough talking about me. <laughs> Thank God. I gotta get to the next guy. You, we got about 400 episodes. You want to hear him talk about himself? I gotta get. To Just, I gotta get to Justin Lee joining us. The reason why we're rushing into this opening is I felt like we there's had no a, rush. Well, we had a good topic. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. So as often happens with podcasting, yeah. as I, I've done quite a few at this point, um, you sit around, you bullshit, you talk and talk and talk and talk. And then you're like, fuck, man. You're pumping out material. That was good stuff. We should have recorded that. So uh, yeah. we stopped mid-conversation, and we decided to start recording right now. So Justin just asked us, what was our first pay-per-view that we remember paying for? And mine was WrestleMania 17, Rock versus Stone Cold, in Houston, in the main event with the My Way video. Still my favorite WrestleMania of all time. My favorite Rock Austin match, even with the shitty heel turn at the end. Um, well, the hill turn was not shitty in the moment. The hill turn was shitty in the gonna, months following. I'm just going to throw something in here real quick. Yeah. You've, uh, you've now already exceeded our one F word, which will take us over the PG-13 rating. Oh. So if you drop another F word, we'll right. basically on rated. We're like American I'm gonna be, I'm going to be really careful. So I mean, we're, we're trading that PG, PG-14. Hey, hey I would like to say, like, real quick, and I've never mentioned this on this podcast before, but I, I, I do have another podcast, and the funny thing about that with uh, Aaron that I recorded with on that one, he goes, hey, man, um, I listened to your podcast with that, that Alex Royal guy. I was like, oh, yeah, what would you think? He goes, well, it was, it was funny. It was really entertaining, and you all talked about some funny stuff, but uh, you say the F word a lot. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, dude. I, I have absolutely no filter when it comes to that. So I know when to flip it off, like when yeah. Grandma's in the room, but if you've got me comfortable, I'm going to cuss left and right. It used to be something that my wife was really, really upset about and then realized she had no dog in the fight. So when I started in the business, um, I was being trained by – um, Rocco Valentino would do the, the opening uh-huh. OPW class, the first hour, mm-hmm. the beginner's class. But right. because they were rushing me to the show, yeah. the vets would come in after the training class and mm-hmm. they'd have their ring time, and Brent would run like his training, essentially. Uh, Brent Albright, former NWA champion. Let me name drop a little there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so when Brent would come in, Brent had just gotten back from UPW California. And so Brent has just gone through like the, the real training, the right. real hardcore. He's got drills and it got... Right, right. And he's he's bringing this intensity level in, and he wants the training classes to be like a real right. like like, sure. yeah, yeah. like boot camp type thing. And and Legit. I just got unlucky enough or lucky, however you want to put it, yeah, yeah, to be the first guinea pig of his new training style. Of course. And that dude, I every other word was the f word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was literally like you fucking grab the guy, and you gotta fucking do this to him, and you gotta fucking flip. Man, just fucking put your fucking fist. But and it was there just there go. were so many f bombs being dropped. So it, it's funny because 
when I would take Rocco's class, it yeah, was yeah. very user-friendly, right, right, and right, it right. was clean cut. Sure. And so it's kind of like your podcast. Like, your podcast is that beginner's class I took. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, kids, you want to be in the business? It Here's is. how it's going to go. It is. And then this is a little bit more, once you're, yes. how to become a pro wrestler, once you've become a pro wrestler, yeah, yeah. this is what it's going to really be like. This is, where you, this is where you come when you really want to hear how bad it is. There's well, going to be a lot of F-words. <laughs> well, if you go back, which I don't even know, if we used to use a different platform. We lost some episodes. We got some back. But our very first episode was very by the book, cookie cutter, mm. introduction. And we thought we, we were going to let our friends and family listen to it. Then we got point. comfortable, and then we wrestled each other, and then it all kind of went out the window. <laughs> yeah. So. Which you critiqued that match, by the way, recently. I, yes, I did, actually. You did. I said, hey, anybody want to – I had a free day because of the snow day. Mm. I said, um, you know what? I've been watching a bunch of indie wrestling lately. I was like, why not watch some, some people? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to sit here and watch this. I'm trying to smart myself up to the business again. Right, right, right. I was like, I'm from here watch this rather than pulling these old NWAs mm-hmm. or AEWs. I was like, I want to pull some, um, pull some guys who want me to. Like, mm-hmm. I can critique their matches. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to critique. Like, I'm not going to break. I was like, I'm just going to tell you what I liked about it. Like, honest feedback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you, you know, if Which I didn't like someone tell you, you know, like I tell John all the time, I hate his stupid swanton. But yeah, 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 yeah. It's not your swanton. It's, it's all, all swantons. swantons. I got you. I just hate the I move. have moves like that. I hate the move. I hate some of my moves, but they get good pops, so I do them. I despise the Russian leg sweep. Really? I think it's the dumbest fucking... I think the reasons that you told me you don't like the swanton, I apply to the Russian leg sweep. I'm like, the guy delivering the move is taking a much shittier bump and should be in more pain. That was Brad Armstrong's finisher. Well, you know what? Fuck him. (laughs) Armstrong curse. I don't like the spear, personally. And fuck Bret Hart. So, whatever. Jesus. (laughs) I mean, I like Bret Hart. But the best thing he ever did was probably have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that was. A I joke. didn't know where he was going. Rewind. rewind. That was good. Justin's face I'm right there going. got the reaction I wanted. That was my front row fan. That reaction. was good. I'm kind of a Bret Hart Marx. That was good. <laughs> kind of a- Bret Hart's uh, phenomenal. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, phenomenal. I like Bret just fine. I just you know. You no, get, he's, he's it. turned it. Put it this way: post career, <laughs> Bret Hart is kind of that popped me. Uh, oh god, crybaby, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the ring. Yeah. It really was the uh, the gimmick. There, but you, so. oh, fuck, what were we talking about? You, so you were giving honest feedback on our match. Yeah, yeah, stuff, was, yeah. Which was cool, man. So everybody else submits to me like a five, seven minute match. You know, oh, yeah, I these am. These guys send me a 48 minute match. Fucking well, here's the problem. Immediately. Here's the, here's, here's, <laughs> here's the problem, okay? Is you put that on the thread and nobody hit him back. It's like people yeah, were scared yeah, yeah, to get. Yeah, yeah. He was trying to break the ice for me and make me not feel so bad. So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll do it. It is the only match we've I had. I feel like so he's, I he's challenged me. I'm yeah. gonna do it. Well, here's what it was, and I told. I'd never seen the match too, so it was the best part. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I had yeah. no idea. It was brand. Here's what it was: is that, and and, and this is honestly the reason why I posted mm-hmm. it is because nobody was hitting you back because we have a locker room with guys that I feel like walk well, set, the walk. Set it up. I, I posted that morning on my my, my shoot page, mm-hmm. not my shoot page, my my worker page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted, like, I've been back in the business five months. Yeah. Not one person, which actually was a lie, because I remember you actually did ask me to yeah. watch your match. But yeah. um, the first night I was back in September, you asked, the first night I was there, you were the Yeah, because you walked in this room and no one talked to you, and I was like, oh, what's up? And you said, hey, did you see my match or whatever? And yeah. I was like, did you see my gimmick or my segment? Yeah. But, so I was kind of technically lying. But I said, basically, for, I've been back for five months, and not one person mm-hmm. has asked me to watch a match, which was kind of weird, I thought, because... I mean, even when I was in the business, I'd have people all the time asking me to watch matches. Like, I've been back five months. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the god of Tulsa wrestling or anything. But I was <laughs> no, like, you're you know? not. 
somebody might want to hear what I have to say about a match. I mean, but I was like, I guess everybody's a perfect wrestler here. They don't need any feedback. Yeah. So anyways, I post that early in the morning, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to post it on the worker page and just say, hey, post your match. I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I was like, I'll, I'll bring the, I'll bring it to the, I'm going to make somebody yeah. chase me. Right, I'll put right, it out right, there. Right. I'll, I'll give you an open opportunity. So yeah, he's right. A couple guys made some jokes. Somebody posted a Justin Lee match. We're like, rate this. Mm-hmm. Someone really mm-hmm. did that? Uh, Brandon Walker. Oh, okay. He's yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's a, okay, I thought someone on their own personal page might have done that. What a scumbag. No, he posted like, a two-minute music video I made of like his last match. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, here's why I rate this. I was like, five stars, buddy. So well, yeah, you post it. And I was yeah. like, all right, I'll do it. And so I literally sat there. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would watch 30 seconds, pause it, yeah. type my response. And I, I, so oh, yeah. I screencasted it to my wow. big screen so I could watch the match. There you go. And, yeah. and text you guys. I watched the whole thing. I appreciate it. I, I was, was live responding yeah. too. I was like, I was. Were, I, I yeah. see, I see bubble. Jason's or Justin's bubble come up. And be like, all right, he's having something. All right, he didn't like that. But then I decided, I'm not gonna be that guy that responds to everything. I'm just gonna, you know, here and there, here and there, I'll hit back. But my reasoning was is because we have so many guys in the locker room that I think dress the dress and look the look and walk the walk. But I told Tim last night, I've never seen most of these guys even cut a live promo. So like, I've never seen them cut a promo. I've never seen them get critiques like from matches. And then you post this, and no one's hitting you back. So I'm like, okay, two birds, one stone. I want to work Justin at some point. He's probably never actually watched a full match of mine. So you'll get to watch me work here. And he's wrestling John, you know, eventually. Mm-hmm. So this is a good chance for him to dive into that one as well. well so, do some I, research. So it's funny. Like, when, I came, when I first came back in September, like, I, I mean, I'd heard your name, seen your name yeah. on the internet. Mm-hmm. But I, I hadn't followed wrestling in six years. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, honestly, like... By the time, so Cross and I actually did wrestle one time at Barnesville. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really like so. I all I remember to Cross was I used to go to the UWE shows in Tallahassee, yeah. mm-hmm. and Max and I would were doing our bad romance game. Like by that point, um, I was done with the yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I'd stopped caring. Like so, basically, like long story short, John and his How to Be a Wrestler podcast describes the world's greatest experience of going to WWE training where he and Regal like mm-hmm. played video games backstage yeah, together yeah, yeah. and yeah, yeah. all the divas like invited him for a bubble bath or it was you know, wonderful. some nonsense. It was wonderful. Like here it was my tryout match experience. <laughs> they twenty five guys show up for this extra spot. Hold on, let me switch podcasts real quick. Yeah, right. Twenty five <laughs> guys show up for an extra spot. And uh everybody apparently is having the worst day ever. Not one person was nice backstage. Right, right, right. Everybody's in a bad mood. Mm. They Jamie Noble's our chaperone. He hates our guts. He hates his life because he nice. used to be a big star. Now he's chaperoning yeah, yeah. Yeah, chaperones. Yeah, yeah. So I've heard that a few times, actually. They cram us into the world's smallest, like this room basically with 25 guys. Right, right, right. Uh, I know half of them, you know, because they're all like, a lot of Oklahoma guys. Yeah. And, and um, like nobody told me to bring, um, I-, I wore my tights. And like yeah. everybody's mm-hmm. like, no, man, you can't wear your tights out there nobody told me so like anyways cranky batista walks by Mm. sees me do a a moonsault goes and like decides he's gonna tattle on me goes and finds jamie noble and says kick every one of those guys out of here they're doing moonsaults nobody told me to do moonsaults nobody told me not to do a moonsault you know what i mean and it wasn't that i was doing a moonsault i just climbed up on the ropes to try to see if i could do a backflip i wanted to see how springy they were right right, right, i laid it on i just laid it nobody was in so we're backstage with Brandon Groom, and I love Brandon. Yeah. Um, but Brandon's like, oh, guys, Same. if we're not out there using that ring right now while it's empty, Vince McMahon will get mad at us. That's, like he that's says, his voice, too. Back. He goes, why is nobody using this ring? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, you know, it's 50-50 if you want to follow Brandon's advice. Might be sound, but <laughs> yeah, some of his yeah. stuff is a little out there. I love Brandon. I'm not shooting on Brandon. I just, I just was saying, like, I didn't know if he was if this was an accurate statement. Yeah, yeah. Right, 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 right. Um, so anyways, like, yeah, so we get all yelled at by Jamie. And I was like, which one of you guys is doing the moonsault? 
I keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and so like it's just like every morning back to the locker room. Um so we get you know, we just sit there for like you know, we got the, the catering was good though. Yeah, yeah. John's yeah. right absolutely right about that. Oh, was, sure. That's my one good experience for the whole thing. I, I hear that from everyone. Was too. the best catering ever. And the one dude backstage who was nice that mm. walked up and shook my hand, the Undertaker. There you really? go. That's awesome. Nice. Hey guys, my name's Mark. Good to meet you guys. Good to meet you. Hey, thanks for helping us out on the show. I was like, this is cool. Very professional. Right, cool. Nobody else. Everybody Impressive. else scowls on their face. I, I'm guessing they must have come off like. That's why you were going to bat for Taker online about his recent comments. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but t- uh, Teddy Long was actually kind of nice. Was it? So I, uh, basically, long story short, like worst experience ever. Like it was, it, they were mean to us. We got I got to go in the ring for do a ten man tag for about thirty seconds. No feedback. Um, Blake Albright gets his nose broken by Brandon Walker. Gets kicked nice. off the TV show. Uh, literally, I'm watching his nose gets moved to the mm, side, blood mm-hmm, gushing mm-hmm, everywhere. Mm-hmm. Vince is pissed because now there's blood in the ring. Right, 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 right. Whole... Anyway, so like by the end of the day, like everybody just mean mugging us, hating our guts backstage. I walked out of there and go, I'm done with wrestling. Like I, <laughs> my dream died that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the only reason I stayed in wrestling at that point was my boy Max got back, and we wanted to go party and have fun. So we yeah. got, we wouldn't go do this bad romance thing. Anyway, yeah. I, I don't know how I got off on this tangent. No, no. Uh, they just say, like, that's, that's what, what we do. About. That's what my, we do, bro. My experience backstage was not playing in 64 yeah. with Regal and, like, hey, man, you want to cut a third promo? You want to cut a fourth promo? It, this I'm is great. I'm so glad. You're so handsome. That they saw so much talent in me to have me do I the guess, fun man. stuff and that they made you fucking lick shit yeah, all night I, long. I was done. So that's why I took six years off, man. Like, I was just after, after <laughs> I finally burned Jam- out. Fuck Jamie Noble. Hey, you know what else? This is what, here, here's what this podcast is for because I can't, I didn't talk about this on my more professional podcast where I'm trying to educate people. So let's have fun on this podcast. I, I fucking discovered almond milk at WWE. <laughs> Their fridge was packed with nothing but almond milk. Okay, and I was my like, wife has almond milk. What's, what is that gimmick? No, I mean, that's all I drink now. What is I, it? Like, what is it's, it? It's almond milk. Is it milk? Yeah, yeah. So it's water filter. It's like, so like coffee beans create coffee, right? You, you, make, you make almond milk with fucking water and almonds. And you just mash them together. Then you fucking squeeze it out. Now there's all other shit. What's you put, the advantage to almond? Uh, there's no dairy. I mean, it's it's dairy free for number okay. one. Protein, calorie lower protein, lower calorie. Uh, regular milk has way more protein, but, yeah, um, but you still get some protein. Just lactose tolerance. intolerance. Yeah, yeah. So if you have any kind of lactose intolerance, like uh, I feel but, like shit eating regular drinking regular milk. Oh yeah, absolutely. If you're lactose Man, intolerant, we shouldn't. Oh, God damn, we shouldn't. We should get off <laughs> on this tangent. Cheese. Let's get off on this tangent with Justin Lee right now. Did you know that seventy five percent of Earthlings have a fucking dairy allergy? 75% of human beings. So when you say allergy, like it'll kill yes. them? Yes. No. I mean, it may cause pimples on your face. It may cause a okay. small rash on your elbow. Or it may put you in the goddamn hospital for the next six weeks. You've got those varying degrees. A large variety. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, so, so like, what about, like, breast milk? Well, I mean, hey, we're like, like, that. like, how would you like? No, we're talking about we're talking about real um, we're talking about dairy. So, like, fucking cow process, milk. Yeah. Cow, we're talking cow about process. Yeah. Cow milk, moo cow milk, man. Okay. Basically, what they're saying is you're not supposed to drink that shit. So you can't eat ice cream, can't eat nacho cheese. Some people it just bloats. Some people it, it you know lays you shit your brains out because it's you got fucking lactose intolerance. But uh, anyway, that's, yeah, that's worth it for God damn, you never know where this shit's gonna go. But let's let's no, fucking. I, I mean, how do you get from WWE catering look, to almond? I'm sure the fuck I want. So so almond milk at catering. That's where we went. On the topic of dairy, yeah, <laughs> please. That's a good well, topic. Me, I, I got, I got a little beef here. I, I, so I don't, I don't have heat with anybody except for uh, one guy. We've already did, I'll right, right, for another right. podcast yeah. for another day. That's a whole um, hour in itself. Uh, yeah, so I used to have a lot of heat backstage. I don't have any heat with anybody as far mm-hmm. as I know. I, I mean, if I do, I'm sorry. Hey man, I'm, right. I've honestly forgotten more like 
people that I can remember. Like, people walk up to me all the time and go, hey, man, I haven't seen you since. And I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, we yeah, know yeah, each yeah. other? Cool. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, I've met you before? Yeah, apparently I trained somebody and I'm like, oh, man, you remember training at the training class? I was like, where did we train? Like, I don't remember ever training it somewhere. Like, cool, man. They're going around saying, I was trained by Justin Lee. So, so <laughs> the, the Justin Lee. The story Lee. of my comeback is basically like, COVID was happening. Mm-hmm. I was kind of just like, I, I just happened to be talking. I, I think I commented on something Tim Rockwell posted, and Tim kind of hit me up. I was like, hey, man, you should come back and do some wrestling sometime. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know, like, I, I told you, my dream died with that, with the tryout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, I clearly knew nothing was, like, I'd already gotten as big as I was ever going to get. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was like, what's the point? Right. But I was like, you know what, man? I'm I, I, like, I got in such bad shape. You know, you know how bad a shape I was in. I reached out to John mm. freaking Bloodworth and said, yeah. "Dude, mm. make me a routine, something. I'll pay for it, whatever." I just, yeah. like, I, I'm, I can't go to my gym, and I'm getting fat. Yeah, I mean, I'm getting fat, and yeah. I don't know how to work out in my garage. Like, I, I thought, like, how do I not know how to work out in my garage? I did not know how to work that's, out in my that's garage. That's a gross yeah. thing. Yeah. And so I'm like, desperate times. Uh, desperate times. So I was like, I was like, look, John, get, send me something. Send me. What, what do you do in your gym? Are you? Mm. I don't. I, here, yeah, I yeah. said. I took pictures, like, here's the four pieces of exercise. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tell me, like, make something out of this MacGyver. And he sends me his routine. I, I tried it, and I tried it, and I, I did it for about two weeks, and, like, I just realized I'm not a garage guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not a garage guy. I can got to be in there it. with the mirrors. I understand that. I got it. I got it in my purple, man. I, I, can't, I can't hang out with the purple gym. <laughs> it's my purple gym or nothing. That's how I am. Um, I started hashtagging purple gym, yeah, too. Yeah, no, we're going to be the purple gym uh, lunks. Purple, the purple lunks, yeah, yeah. Purple lunks. yeah fucking grimaces. So, anyways, I Tim is me. I was like, hey man, you want you want to come uh, come do a spot sometime? I was mm-hmm. like, I was like, you know, I mean, give me an incentive to get back in shape, just to yeah, make, yeah. you know. And I was just thinking, like, just show up and like throw a kick or something, you right, know, like, right, just right, one right, time, right. just come back and and, and re re experience that memory. And so, like, that's how it I, starts. I kind of start man. training, and Tim, like, I wasn't even supposed to come that day. Um, Tim hits me up and goes, hey, man, the show's tonight. You coming? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, it just so happened that my wife and I had, had plans, and then she had to, like, break the plans and leave town. Um, something going on at her house, like, mm-hmm. back in Arkansas. And I was like, so I was home by myself. I was yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what? What's the game? I'm going to be, like, right, the host right. or something? He's like, yeah, man, just, you know, throw on a shirt and come out and be the host and, like, yeah, we'll yeah. make a match for that night, you know, or whatever. I was like, cool, I can do that. You know, my license. He's like, you don't need to be licensed for this. And yeah, yeah. Like, okay, cool. So show up that night. We and Tim ends up. By the end of the night, Tim talks me into throwing a super kick in. And I was like, oh, "That's cool, but what are we gonna go with this?" You threw He's a like, couple, didn't you? Yeah, I think I threw two. Yeah, yeah. He called like we, we called the first one backstage. He called the second one in the ring, <laughs> and uh, it was fun. You know, I was like, I was like, you know, I didn't look too bad. I've been working out, so I was like, yeah. I was like, kind of, but I still had a gut and yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I was like, you know, he's like, hey man, just come back and do a match. Let's do for UWO. I was like, all right. Um, let me let me go. Here's what to do. Let me go train at, at Brandon Grooms. And he was the only guy in Tulsa I knew the time how to train. Yeah. Let me, let me just go see. Let me just go see if I can still do this. Like, I literally said, find me a beginner's class. Like, so I'm going to start day How many one. years was it off again? Six. Six. That's a long time. Six. Really? And like I said, it really had been ten since I'd done, yeah. since I'd done high athletic mm-hmm. stuff. Like with, you with, came in and did the tag match at Owasso. Yeah, but with Max, all the stuff I did with Max, we were just... We're just clowning. You're just fucking around. It was just clowning. Yeah. It, it was. It was. There was no. There was no effort to be the best. You right, know right, right. There was yeah, no. Yeah. There was no like. No at real no point was my passion it. involved in any of this. You were just like, ah, eh, let's just try this and see what happens. Yeah, I mean, no, it was just literally an excuse for us to go places and drink. Right. Yeah. Uh, we would go to the show so that we could go party afterwards. Yeah. And we we fully admitted that we're like, look, we want to like we try to get ourselves booked like in places where we knew they had bars. Yeah. You know, like, oh, let's, oh, there's a bar in Muskogee. Let's go get booked on this tap show. Oh, there's a bar, you know, in, in yeah. Tahlequah. Yeah, yeah. There was no bar in Tahlequah. Hey, um, come so on, there's, there's a couple. Now. <laughs> I used to love Stan. <laughs> Ten years later. I don't even know how we got off of where I was going with I've never this. been on either one of them. I was yeah. asking questions in the middle, and then we got lost. I don't know. But basically, like, I, I remember first time I ever met John, 
was a Tahlequah, mm-hmm. and he was, um, I remember he had these, like, plastic glasses mm, mm-hmm. that he would wear. Do you remember this? Am I, am I confusing uh, something? No, no, no. I used to I used to buy, like, bulk packs of these. Yeah. You know, I would go to Amazon, I'd type in, like, party glasses, and I'd like, oh, yeah. I could make those work but, for a gimmick, and then I would just sell them. I think yeah, he had yeah. a shaved head or a very, like, yeah, military yeah, yeah. cut. I used to be very buzzed, but you yeah. Had, you had no, you had, like, a goatee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was um he didn't have the John Cross body that you see now. He had just, you know, just <laughs> I didn't have he, that. I mean, he was more athletic than most guys. I didn't have that until probably a couple years ago. So. Yeah, but he was not a guy you would have gone like that's a body guy. Sure, right sure, yeah. not at all. And it's like I remember once I, I don't remember a whole lot from UW backstage. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I remember Alec um, Bisonio crapping himself. Uh, Alejandro. Uh, Alejandro, yeah. yeah. And he had the. I can't. I don't even think I can tell that story. Holy so, shit! Um, but basically, I remember one yeah. time I, I I kept looking at John across. The, I was like, man, you know, like I like there's not a like, and I just, it's not me crap on UW. I like the UW. Yeah, guys. yeah, no, no, but, go ahead. But there was a lot we of it. kind of a backyard feel to it. Sure. Um, and, and just in that, guys were writing their own book, and yeah. it, it was yeah. just kind of free for all. Like, guy would start off the match as a face, and then he'd you know do a low blow, and then by the end of the match, like they were hugging each other. I'm like, this this like doesn't make any sense. You know, it's like. And it got frustrating to me because I was like, look, if I'm going to drive an hour to come yeah. down here and do yeah. this, like, let's, yeah, yeah. let's do something good. Let's do something worth And it wasn't that it wasn't good because obviously they had some really cool venues and setups and gimmicks. Yeah. yeah. But I remember, like, I pulled John aside. I said, man, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I remember this. Too. I would kind of like to work you sometime. Mm-hmm. Just be, and it's like, it's not like, I don't even know a whole lot about your gimmick, but like, out of all the guys here, sure, you yeah. seem to be taking this with a bit more seriousness. And like, like I, I, for what I have watched, like, your stuff makes sense, right? And unfortunately, at that point, the point of the business, it was just, it was like I said, just kind of a free for all. Everybody's booking themselves. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. friends with the booker. Yeah. Um, and like I said, it's not me crap on UW. Those guys were nice to me. Those guys were always cool to me. Yeah, like, yeah, I had yeah. Nothing bad to say about UWE. It just, it wasn't anything like I wasn't recreating that first experience of OPW that I had. That's sure. Kind of, I would say yeah. that it's, it's very difficult. Well, it uh, the diminishing returns, man. You're well, absolutely right. I, I got unfortunate because okay, I, I kid you not. Here's my first month in the business. Mm-hmm. I get signed to OPW. And I mean, by signed, I mean, they found out I was running these backyard shows with, <laughs> right. that had 50 people showing up. Right. And they said, look, right now we're not drawing 50 people. Yeah, yeah. If we put this kid on the card, he's got 50 backyard shows. <laughs> right, right. Come, come watch him. Yeah. yeah. And I said, he's 18. Mm-hmm. Let's put him on the card because we need a, if we, if we get 20 of these guys yeah. to show up. And so they do this. We're, okay, we're going to offer you backyard kids one night of free training. Mm. So we all came in. We got our one night of free training where we learned how to um, tie up and walk around the ring. That's nice. all we got to we learned how to properly get in a ring and walk around. Uh, we didn't get to bomb or anything, but we got to learn how to tie up. That's yeah, all yeah. we got to learn how to do is tie up, walk around. There. So afterwards, Rocco pulls me aside and he goes, "All right, man, I'm gonna put you on the show." And I didn't even I didn't even know if I was gonna sign up for the class at this point. Like, I was still like, oh, I don't know. Right. Like, I don't know. I was like, "Well, okay." He goes, "But you need to get these guys, kids, come out. Like, if these kids come out, I'll I'll keep booking you." Yeah. So gets me on the card. I, that first, first, very first appearance, they're like, oh, we got this backyard wrestling group here tonight, guys. And, uh, yeah. hey, Justin, you're the champ. Why don't you come sit up here and get to ring the bell? And I was like, oh, that'd be cool. All right. Yeah, yeah. So after the match going on, it's Dexter versus Splash Jackson. Hardcore match. Yeah. I get to, at one point, I jump in the ring with my little plastic backyard wrestling belt, and I hit Splash Jackson, and he no-sells me, oh, and yeah. I, I get put through a table. Nice. So first night in the business, I get put through a table. There you yeah. go. I mean, how, how many people can say that? You know, hey, it's that's like, phenomenal. That's cool. yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah. There just happened to be a guy from the Tulsa world there who writes for the Broken Arrow Ledger, too. And he says, this kid was announced from Broken Arrow? Like, 
so the next week they do a whole story on me in the Tulsa world. Nice. That's badass. Yeah. And then KTUL comes out and films a segment. <laughs> so like three weeks into the business, right, right, I've right. been in the newspaper. Right. I've gotten yeah. to put a, you know, put through a table. I've, yeah. I've been, Rocco's like, yeah. And so like, I think this is what it's like to be a superstar. Right. Like, of I'm course, like, yeah. My trajectory is going straight mm-hmm. up. Like, I'm yeah. thinking within a year, I'm going to be in the WWE. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's crazy. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, first match in, I win the light heavyweight title from Dexter Hardaway. There you go. And so, like, I'm like, all right, I won a title in my first match. You know, this Pretty is, this is the Justin Lee legacy. Right? Do it. But it was the most professional locker room I'd ever been part of. It was mm-hmm. so serious. That it was Everything was intense. Every guy took it right. seriously. No one shit on you for winning in your first match? Oh, they did, but okay. but I, I earned it because yeah. I was... We literally, I kid you not, man. Four nights a week, bumping yeah, four yeah, or five yeah. hours a night. Right, you know, right, right. Training with Brent Albright, who was just so it was like beast. a shot, it was like a shock book, basically. It, it was basically what he, I'll tell you exactly why I got it. They'd run out of light heavyweights. Yeah, yeah. Dexter was the last light heavyweight left, and he was going to move to Missouri to go right. work with Harley. And I was the last light heavyweight guy they could yeah. put it on. And I hadn't even wrestled a match yet, so they put it on me in my first match because this was Dexter's last match. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. out right now for sunset, but it still it was like. The optics of winning a title in your first match, and then I didn't, sure. you know, because I just won it. There's nobody to lose it to. I didn't lose any matches for like right. a year. I won one of my fourth. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I Tag belts. But it was like I said, man, OPW was such a cool, like, everybody yeah. was in shape. Not, I mean, but everybody was so very yeah. serious. So every Fed I've been a part of since then yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. is trying to recapture that look. Right. And it, every time it falls short of that, like, my heart broke a little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Okay, we're going to start over again with this fit. We're going to make this thing better. And it, you just get these guys who didn't belong in the business getting into the locker yeah. rooms. Right. There were no gatekeepers anymore. Right. Yeah. And so uh, it's one thing I love about WFC. It, it kind of reminds me of that, like, professionalism. A little bit, man. A little John bit, and I talk sure. a lot about it, too. Yeah. There's just, I mean, it, it used to be if there were outlaw promotions, mm-hmm. the guys, we would go to that promotion and go break some arms and <laughs> nobody would run their outlaw shows anymore. Yeah. Now there's, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, obviously we'd go to jail if we did something like that. There's no yeah, threat yeah, yeah, of that yeah, anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just everybody who wants to can be a wrestling promoter now. The boxing commission is just one big bureaucratic joke. It is, man. It's money. That's I mean, all. it's, it's all it's it's all. Put this way, I saw a guy with a, in a wheelchair get a professional wrestling license. Right. Right. How did that guy pass a physical? God, yeah. How did I that mean, guy pass They don't care. Every time I take a physical, I'm just like, because my doctor is, I mean, my doctor's in his 70s. He's probably 150 pounds overweight. And every time I'm just like, you're giving me a physical. Like, you are giving me <laughs> a physical right now. Like, this is yeah. this, this test is very, like, ugh. So, no, an, an unhealthy doctor, isn't that kind of like a... It's it's wild, man. It's an wild. oxymoron. Unhealthy so, doctors. Is that, is that right? Am I using that term right? Yeah, fat no, cops, something. unhealthy doctors. I'm just, I'm not game for any of that stuff, man. Well, it reminds me of a... So I got a degree in um, political science, homeland mm. security, criminal justice. Mm-hmm. And so I was... You could have been a fucking cop. Well, okay, so <laughs> the year I graduated, so I was dating myself here, 2001. Yeah. Nice. So something happened in 2001, if y'all remember. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So when I signed up for college, they'd say, look, the future, all the jobs are going to be in Homeland Security. we got a right, program, right, right, man. Right. Get into it. Get into it. Be, be a, like, you're going to get a $100,000 contract for, yeah. you know, to go work, you know, something. Yeah. So I started reading about it. Anyway, so the regret me off on this was um, the first air marshals, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I read this book about the first air marshals, and it was a joke of a program. They said <laughs> most of these guys were f- retired FBI agents who just wanted to sit on a plane for yeah, free yeah, every yeah. week. And go fly places like basically yeah. you know, like a, like flight attendants who didn't have to do any work, and he said most of these guys were like hadn't had any kind of like 
accuracy shooting marksmanship training in sure. years, hadn't had you know passed any kind of certification. Right. And they said most of them were so fat that they had to get belt extenders for half the guys who were at the really? first. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. couldn't sit in an airplane. They were so fat. And they're like, the guy writing this book was like, dude, think about like, think about how accurate you need to be if you're going to fire a gun on an airplane. Yeah. Like, the crossfire yeah. alone from all the passengers. Then, if you miss and you hit the, yeah. the right, right. cabin pressure goes and we all die. Yeah. Because none of these guys had, could guarantee none of these guys had had any kind of morphine. Ooh. So yeah, it was just a joke. It's just to so get the planes back up in the air. It was just to make everyone yeah. feel good. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's the, it's the, it's the equivalent of, you know, today's, um, I call it the COVID shuffle. So, the COVID shuffle is you have to do things that make it appear like you are making it safer for people because of COVID or whatever, even if they are things that ultimately are not making anybody safer, right. like like making people stand six feet apart on the sidewalk of you know a restaurant or whatever, and then bundling them all together in the same room or the same yeah. tent. Wear right. a mask when you walk in, and then you can take it off once you sit at the tent. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the COVID yeah. shuffle. It's I work at a gym, and it's it's we have you know we have to pay a guy to stand in the corner now, like a fucking like like the dude <laughs> like the dude in the bathroom, like you know the a fancy restaurants that has to like By the way, that's you. his fourth f word bro are you keeping yeah count? No, gives no. you the he gives you the at this point what, what are they called they give you the hand towel in the bathroom to dry your oh, hands the, on the bathroom attendant yeah. yeah so we have one of those at the gym now and he has to like rush over and scrub the the benches when somebody gets yeah. done with their fucking uh five pullovers at the purple gym it's an honor system you just you got to do it yourself. you know we do they they're supposed to do it themselves too but then on top of that you got to go do it too or they got to go do it i ain't doing that i shit. just use the little thing that you put your knees on, and then it gives you the right amount of support to get a proper pull-up. I don't know what's I, uh, going on. I don't know what's going on now. I, I don't my, know what's happening. I invite my friend Joey, who can't lift as much as me, and so I gym shame him the entire time we're lifting that set. And then I was like, look, man, you're going to clean the bench because yeah. you lifted less. Yeah. <laughs> it makes, like Somehow it makes sense within the context of gym. He's like, all right, I'll go get the It's, it's always <laughs> good to work out with somebody that, that is a little weaker than you because you, you can just – you just makes yourself feel so much better. See, like, and here's the thing. Like, I was if – if, we uh, if we were being nicer guys on this podcast yeah. about dicks, I would say something to the effect of, like, one of the things I look forward to about working John Cross mm, right. is that most matches I do – Yeah. And now I'm very selective about who I wrestle because there's so much same, yeah, um, totally the same. untrained or oddly trained, mm-hmm. yeah, unsafe workers or guys who just don't tell any stories and they just do a bunch of moves. Undoubtedly, um, so I'm very careful who I want to work with. You know, it's like, look, I, I just don't want to. I don't want some kid who doesn't know how to give a move, or I right? give me some move and, and you know, yep. Canadian destroyer, Mary Collins move. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, whatever that is. And so, like, one of the things I look forward to John is because I said, look, I can just tell by the way John works that. John's on a different level than anybody I have wrestled in a long time. Don't get a big head. No, I won't. Um, I've, I've heard But it, it was before. actually something I... <laughs> I hear this all the time, so it's okay. You got jacked off for an hour before you got here. So. I know, right? Yeah, my... Oh, God. Anyway, fuck that. But yeah, yeah, no. I, oh, okay. No, I appreciate what you're no, saying. No, I kind of want to hear this story now. I, I, no, it's just like... Jerking, jerking John? We've talked at length on here before about like the my tolerance for people like blowing me or whatever now i'm not talking about what you're doing right now i'm talking about the guys that are like that are not putting any effort forth anywhere ever but they like the 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 newbies they kind of hang on your nuts and then they like i don't know man you have to like you i guess you probably know what i'm saying it's hard for me to vocalize it 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 drives me insane okay so it drives me wild man i don't like wrestling locker rooms often like i mean i don't don't put it this way I don't look for friends in wrestling locker rooms. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the reason is I think you guys yeah, you guys are all both business owners and I'm yeah, a business yeah. owner. Like we don't need to talk about our shoot jobs, but we got sure. we all got shoot jobs where we're all pretty successful people, right, right. I think. And I think you guys can both agree 
you don't generally pull people up. They pull you down. Right. You yeah, don't yeah. people um, and the people you hang out with. Who are you going to be? Yeah. So fully agree. I um, I don't like being around crappy locker rooms sometimes yeah. because you know just you get a locker room full of trash and, yeah. and your work rate's going to go down. You're you're going to work down to their yeah. level. And it's not, and I'm not, I've, I've had one match, you know, with Tim when I came back that, you know, obviously Tim and I've worked together so many times. It's kind of a different story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's one of those where, you know, where you guys have worked each other enough times. Yeah, yeah. It's like the spots call themselves. Like, True, you know, yeah. like you can go, hey, that knee thing. And you guys know exactly what yeah. spot's coming up. Yeah. Like, those are the best. Those are my favorite, some of my favorite matches. Absolutely. Yeah. It's good to get, like, if you're, if everybody you surround yourself with is beneath you, mm-hmm. then you need to surround yourself with somebody who makes you uncomfortable. For sure. Who, and for me right now, that's kind of John. It's like it's not that yeah. I'm uncomfortable, around John, but 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 like I'm more interested in what John has yeah. to say, which right. because it's been a long time since I've wrestled anybody where I said that person's on a. Right. I can admit that yeah. they're on a different level. There's a, there's a fear factor involved. I totally. I don't want to be the guy that you. doesn't pull my weight right exactly. in a match. I can relate. I, I, I don't. You, I don't want somebody to wrestle me yeah. and go, "Don't worry, Justin. I'm gonna carry you." I'm like, and, and Tim had to carry me because I was just out of shape in the right, wrestling right. shape. But like, I've never been that guy that everybody got their best match out of me because yeah. I would I would pull the best match yeah. out of them, yeah, yeah. and I've never wanted to be the guy on the other end of that. Yeah, and with John, I was like, yeah. okay, there's like this pressure, sure. and it's it, in a good way. It's it's that it is a good pressure. surround yourself exactly with somebody yeah. who does something better than you, and see if they can get you something out yeah. of you that that you've not gotten out of yourself yeah. Yeah. yet. Whereas when I most of my stuff when I've come back has been the same routine. Yeah. Um, you know the same four, five, fifteen moves or whatever sure. I've got. I, I haven't tried to really break out the the bag, you know, anything yeah. new out of the bag or push myself in a way that that you know every spot I've done, I think I've done before since. Yeah, I've done exactly. That. And it's comfort zone. Yeah, I I totally feel you. So pushing yourself outside that comfort zone just a little bit is the way that you grow in anything, in business, in wrestling, and in life in general. Like, there's no way to get better. That I I squat with a guy now every week, like, and he always wants to squat like 300 pounds, and it 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 I fear. Like leg day, I fear it. I as I hate it. I'm like I'm I'm thinking about like ways to like man. I, maybe I maybe hopefully I got COVID today. I don't have to go work out. <laughs> I fear it. Like I've got so, a deadly disease that'll destroy you, my yeah. lungs. You have you have no idea. I mean, like you got to really hate leg day. You're like uh. I mean, you know, fuck Bret Hart and fuck squats over 300 pounds. But like I fear the fuck out of it. But I know I'm gonna have to do it because I he's gonna squats. he's gonna want to do it every day because he loves squatting and he's super strong and all that shit. And like uh, you know, and that's how I am on like something else, like a deadlift or something. But a squat, I'm terrified of. But I go every time, and he pushes me through it every time. And I'm crippled for a couple days, and uh, I feel way stronger because of it. And it's getting me. And if way... you were down with somebody else, you wouldn't have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way outside my comfort. And that's level. what I mean. That's exactly what I mean. It's like you rise to the level of who yes. you surround yourself with, mm-hmm. and if you're above everybody else, yeah. then it's time to find new people to be it's around. Time, it's time to swim. I've always said, else. I've yeah. said this podcast many times. You're the average of the five people you spend your most time with. Like straight up. No, hundred percent. And that's why I say I kind of like you guys. Um, Kayfabe that I like you guys. But yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want everybody to know I like anybody. But I, I don't blame you. I actually like you guys because as I learn more about you two as yeah. individuals, mm-hmm. like I find out, like, oh wait a second, he's an yeah. entrepreneur. He's yeah, got his yeah, own yeah. business. He's he's taking risks. You know, I think when I first met John, he was he was a grocery store clerk. Yeah, sure. And so like, it's not that I I didn't have a disrespect for you. No, I, mean, I was like I was like, well, okay, you know, that's a that's a job. You know, and yeah. it's fine. He's yep. paying his bills, and that's he's responsible. He, he can pay his own way in life. Mm-hmm. But then, like, you find out. By the way, he's also paying off. You know. Student loans and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's getting his, 
and he's building this, and then you suddenly see John say he's going to be a personal trainer. I've yep. heard, you know, 500 yep. wrestlers say, I'm going to be a personal trainer. But then you see, like, this John. This week. Yeah, right? Yeah. But you see, like, John, I'm like, holy crap, that dude, they got to see him. He's running NSU at my yeah, alma mater, yeah, yeah. NSU, mm-hmm. Northeastern yeah. State University. Started a red man, graduated Riverhawk. Nice. Uh, I was never actually a red man, um, but I, my, <laughs> that was my logo. Or school mascot. Yeah, but you see him doing something, you're like, like, like man, yeah, yeah. Like, like, that's actually kind of impressive. Like, dude took a risk, it worked. Like, that gives you, like, it's, it's a different kind of respect you get for somebody who goes out there and takes that risk, sees it through, Gets to a and then I know you, you've got yeah. your, your shops and your mm-hmm. all your good stuff that you're doing out there. Like I said, I don't, I don't, it's not that I don't. I mean, some people are just haven't gotten there yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you don't see a lot of that in wrestling locker rooms. And it's just, I'm be honest, you know, it's, it's yeah. a lot of marks who are not ever going to be super successful it people. Is. Sometimes we poke fun all the time on this podcast and say shit that is tongue in cheek, but it's mildly true. I I say the thing all the time. The only difference between me and another wrestler is I have a vehicle. <laughs> I always say shit like that and that's that's not like and that's not it is a stab but it's like it doesn't it have to be that way you know what I mean well, like, everybody's gotta get there so like I think everybody when you're yeah. 18, 19, 20 when you start in the business like you've got these dreams oh, you've yeah. got these this wrestling I remember yeah, I told yeah, for I, sure. my, my job I said look I can only work daytime shifts because I need to be off every night because I got wrestling I, yep. gotta, you know, I was gonna be a beer. I remember every girl I dated from the time I was 17 to the time I was 22 yeah. I said, look, don't get too attached. I said, I, I, would say, yeah. I said, look, right. I, if I have to get up and leave town tomorrow because I got a wrestling deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, I'm not coming back for you. Like, yeah. I, and I said that. I would tell him, I was like, if you guys want, if you want to have fun, whatever, but like, I'm not going to ever be serious. Like, yeah, I can't yeah. be tied down. Yeah. And it was like my out. And I, I mean, it's ridiculous to say now. You're yeah. like, oh my God, like, you actually thought like this. But like, at the you time, do, though. You, you do. You're fucking serious. I did. I, 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 I was 100% in. I was, which I wish I'd been 100% in on the gym because nobody explained the gym to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It took me a long time to figure out the gym. Uh, that's where they keep the muscles. Do you know that? I'm, I'm fucking telling you, man. Nobody told me. Yeah. It took me a long time to figure that shit. I didn't. I, I didn't touch a weight room until I fucking graduated high school. Well, I, I mean, so. really, it was like seeing John find the gym. I was like, well, come on. If he could, if glasses over here could do it, I'm telling you. Plastic glasses <laughs> over here. Glass glasses. glasses. Fucking bald head. Fucking goatee. Yeah. No, it's funny because like I think oh, going back. Oh my god, full circle here. So the, I said the first time I worked John mm-hmm. uh, at Bartlesville. Yeah. The reason I wanted to work him was because I. I was kind of getting out of the business, and he was kind of starting that meteoric yeah, yeah, rise. Yeah. And I remember seeing him doing his gimmick. I was like, "Man, like that, that looks wild!" Like it almost reminded me a little bit of um, Brody. Mm, okay, because the beard, I was sure, the, sure. the beard, but your beard was much more wild. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And you kind of always had that crazy look in your yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. And I said, "Look, Big was this the 2016? Yeah, no, uh, this was no, this was like 2012. No, Bartlesville brawl. So me and Max were working at uh, Bartlesville High School." Bikers. Oh, that I remember that one actually. And um, we were put, we wanted to put on one big show for our students in Bartlesville. Like everybody yeah. asked us to wrestle, and I said, "Look, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to bring back all the OPW guys that are still around." Mm-hmm. And most of the guys were, I think, it had four guys that was their last ever match. Really? Um, yeah. Blakewood, Butch Dalton, Tony Splash Jackson, uh, Grenade, all those guys. It was their last ever match. So they came back. They're like, "All right, let's all go out with a big yeah, OPW yeah, yeah. bang." And I originally booked, um, I think, Michael Berry and. Um, somebody else to be the, the big heels against me and Max in the main mm-hmm. event. And they all kayfabe me like a day before the show. Mm. And I booked wow. John. I don't remember who I originally was going to book John. So I was like, I got to move John to the main event. Until until you have told me this right now, I had completely forgotten about that. That was not the match I was planning to have. But no. I don't remember what the match was. I don't remember either. But your tag part of that night was Russ. And he wasn't even in the cards. Yeah. <laughs> like my, That was supposed to be Michael Berry. And Michael yeah. Berry... Uh, I, for whatever reason, he kind of just said, "Hey, man, uh, sorry. Like, I 
three months ago when you asked me, I but I didn't write it down. I'm sorry, yeah, man. Yeah, I ever yeah. got another sh- show that night. I was like, ah, I guess my bad for not following up more. I've never been a promoter. Right. Being a promoter sucks. Uh, but yeah, so I, 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 I was like, Russ and Cross were going to be the main event. Yeah. yeah. And like, I was kind of excited because I was like, I had seen Cross working. I was like, all right, like this kid looks, you know, like like I, I remember mm. from UW, but like this was a different looking guy altogether. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. different wild character. I was really excited. And then everybody, groom, breaker, mm-hmm. uh, went so long on their matches. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Like the the ev- the energy from the crowd was gone. It was that ha- that happens when you do like one off shows like that. I've noticed. Yeah, People nobody's stuck to their times, time. and and you know it was just going so long. So yeah. I looked looked at Cross and Russ, and it was me and Max. We looked back and said, "Look, guys, we we got to go seven. Yeah, yeah. Like, we just got to do seven. I was like, so like. Cross and I got to work each other about 10 seconds. Probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like, he hit one move on me, I hit one move on him, and then it was done. Yeah, really. And so like, we didn't really ever get to work. And then by that, by that point, I was pretty much done. Right. And then from there on, Cross just goes on to have these, like, five-star matches or whatever. You know, he's, like, he's the sure. god of Tulsa wrestling. Sure. And I kind of always regret it. I was like, man, like, I should have just booked myself against Cross that night. <laughs> yeah. Just to see. And so this kind of match is kind of fun because yeah. here we are. We circled back. I know Cross had retired. I had retired. Mm-hmm. And then I came out of retirement. You know, yep. And it's like... If it was ever going to happen, yeah. yeah, this is the only moment in history where it's going to intersect. Where I'm not too old to still wrestle, <laughs> John's still active. I'm, I'm still halfway motivated. So, and it, you know, it, it worked out timing wise. You know, as far as like being able to do it in front it, of it works within the story too. Well, when it's like it, it's a blend oh, yeah. of generations. You know what I mean? Because like I was telling John when we were over there, I was like, it's weird because it's like Justin represents a, a generation, and then there's a little bit of a gap, but then it's like. I guess Tim maybe falls in that second generation before, like before John. Yeah, Tim, I know he wrestled like you too, but like the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the the later compound guys. Yeah, um, you know Barry's generation mm-hmm. was kind of Barry was big mm-hmm. for a few years right there. Um, yeah, Barry's kind of the main event everywhere he went for yeah. a long time. I, I love Michael Barry. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Barry's man. awesome. Man. One of these nights we just have the Michael Barry podcast. Yeah, I, I love, love Michael, Michael, Michael Barry Barry's stories. I'm telling you. Uh, I remember he was such a wild man. And then he got married and had a kid. He settled down. Yeah. And it was funny because like, I remember at one point he like said, hey, guys, I'm coming to Tulsa for my – and he like somebody yeah. created this po- – like this po- – like literally a party poster like, Michael Berry invades Tulsa. And I remember contacting me. I was like, this poster implies a level of wild <laughs> craziness. Yeah. And he's like, it's a it's a complete and total work. <laughs> like don't don't think like we're like we're going to Hooter. Like I remember one time yeah, like yeah. since Obama was president and I remember like like there was this big chance. Like, yes he can. Yes he yeah, can. Yeah, yeah. So like Michael Berry pulls this Hooters waitress aside and says, "Look, you guys are bringing us out these pictures of beer that got these giant contraptions in the middle of them. They're taking up valuable beer space. <laughs> yeah, because they're supposed to cool the beer. I was like, no, I, I don't need the beer that much colder. Like you, you're like yeah. this is room for beer you've gotten rid of. Like yeah. it looks like a full pitcher of beer. It's not." He goes, we need to get rid of these pictures. Now, you look like you are the Obama of this place. You can affect change. Was she white? Yeah, she is just, like, completely, like, lost. Like, because Michael Berry Sands was such conviction. He's cutting yeah. promo on her. And he goes, yes, we can. Yes, we can. And he gets the whole table chanting, yes, yeah, we yeah, yeah. can. And this girl's like, I, I, no, it's just the pictures. No, I can't. I can't, <laughs> it's just I can't what they do come shit. In. But it was just, like, it was, like, the ultimate Michael Berry. Like, if you know Michael right. Berry, it was, like, it was just yeah. a total Michael Berry moment. Nah, Barry's Barry's always been cool to me. Um, I haven't seen him in a while. Since I've I worked, worked him once. You have only once. once. I've never a, got to work him. Show in Muskogee. Nice. Oh he tap. Over, he went over on me. I remember the show. I, I talked about it last time. The show uh, 
where you were Barry here in this building. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. You talk, I mean, we talked about. I listened to that podcast. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, you one... talked about the slipping outside. Or yeah, yeah. Like yeah. Ooh, was... watch your step. You know? I, I, mean, random, I, I pulled. A, I just yeah. randomly pulled a few guys' podcasts yeah, before yeah, yeah, I got yeah. to the current ones. That was one of the ones I pulled. Was the uh, watch your step one? Or really? It was. Right, yeah. Yeah. And then you guys. Oh, you guys. So your last podcast about the brushing your teeth. Mm, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. That one got serious real quick. No, I was. I was. Um. I was very intense listening that. It kind of actually. I enjoyed it, but I wanted to kind of rub it in your guys' face. Mm-hmm. Never had a cavity once in my life. Really? Do you even you fucking eat green beans? Every time I ever look, I don't know what, what the gimmick is, but every time I went to the dentist, yeah. even to this day, the dentist says, "Justin, you have perfect mm. teeth structure. Oof. Perfect t- teeth structure." He goes, "I don't understand it." Like, uh, and I clean my teeth pretty good when I clean it, but like I've just. Even as yeah. a kid, never had a cavity. So nobody took you to the back room and asked you if you did nobody fucking asked me about dope meth. and drugs. And I'm so loved, glad I remember to ask you that. I loved your meth teeth story. Like, I but, mean, but honestly, like no, it, I drink meth soda, mouth, I drink man. Pepsi. Apparently, it, I used to have meth. It mouth. made you kind of um, in a way, yeah. way more likable. Without the story. fucking meth, because, what kind of rip off? Because I've never once thought mm. you had bad teeth. Like, yeah. Oh guy, yeah, guys in wrestling, I, th- I think I hide it. I hide the fuck. No, they're not. They're not that bad anymore. But like the they were. Oh, fuck, they were bad. But no, but it's weird that, like, yeah, yeah, your yeah. teeth, like, mm-hmm. so I think it's one of those things, like, we're very critical of ourselves. Sure. Like, our teeth, people don't really notice yet. We notice them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the only way people notice your teeth is you got, I mean, you got something really yeah, yeah, nasty yeah, yeah, yeah. color, dead For teeth, sure. or something like that out there. But, like, like yeah, it, it, yeah. it, it changes your personality if you, when you For are sure. just ashamed of your teeth. For sure. Yeah. Like, 100%, man. I had a gap tooth when I was a kid, and I had to get braces. Really? Uh, and it's kind of got, it's a little bit back, but it used yeah, to be yeah. really bad. Like, I used right. to, I mean, they, and I'd, I'd get teeth about it a lot. So, in third, sixth grade, I think I got my, my braces, and I said, Mom, I'd rather get them now, get, wear it for the next year and a half, so that way by the time I get to high school, at least, like, it's... When I, uh, when I first started doing my current fucking, and you can look it up anywhere, OKX, WFC, anywhere, my current flyer pose, the pose where I turn sideways and like flex the tattooed bicep and, yeah, and hold like my, that. like when I first discovered that pose, I would go back and fucking Photoshop that image because I, I'm missing a tooth way in the back. And if I really grimaced hard enough, you would see that gap. And I would go in there and put a couple little pixels of white in there. So when you zoomed out, you couldn't and tell. I guarantee nobody. No, no, they never did. Never but me, it no, fucked with. It fucked with me big time. So like, it, you're absolutely right. It changes. Like teeth are one of those things that like they it will change your entire personality. I, I don't know when's the last time I talked about this, but I was wrestling a match. I might have talked about it recently. But I wrestled a match, and I think you might have been in the crowd actually. Okay. And did you go? Okay. This is weird. It's coming to me all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. When I was with Simply the Future and Jeremy and I were tag champs, we wrestled a Christmas show. Did you go to that? He's referencing things. Okay, so here, here, here. Um, what happened was, I was okay. One of my shoot jobs, guys. I had a DJ coming. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was scheduled to DJ the Bartlesville Homecoming thing, mm-hmm. the Winter Fest, Winter Ball, something like yeah. that. It was winter, and yeah. it starts snowing real lightly in Bartlesville. Yeah, yeah. Well, the school's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're still gonna have this thing, and then they wait till about. One hour out. I'm all set up. I've been setting up all day. Right, right, all this yeah. equipment all over the building. Of course. Me and Max are out there. We're going to DJ this thing. And they call it yeah. like 40 minutes to showtime. Right. They're really? Like, no, we're going to tell them it's too snowy. We're not going to let kids drive out here. Max are just like pissed because, you know, like, oh, yeah. we don't get paid for Fuck, a show we didn't yeah. do. Yeah. And, yeah. and um, what just so happened, we looked, hey, isn't WFC doing a show down the street yeah. tonight? Well, neither of us have been around wrestling in a few years. And so we drove. We're like, all right, let's sneak in the back. Yeah. 
So we snuck in there, yeah. So I did go to a so, show. So I was main event in that show, me and Jeremy and... Now don't ask Tim? me to remember any moment from the show. Well, there, there's, there's a key moment <laughs> that involves teeth. So, okay. I did, so I did the main event as babyface, whatever. And I remember seeing you, you guys... You were babyface? Like, yeah. I was, I was, I, how long did you... What are you... Okay, have you always... I guess not. When so did you I was go a, Here's the thing. Is I was a heel with Simply the Future, and then Jeremy and I were supposed to break up, and Tim and Dexter wanted Jeremy to be the heel and me to be the babyface. And I adamantly fought for it. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I promise you I'm a much better heel than I ever would be a babyface. Yeah, but you kind of... If you shave your beard, you are a babyface. But I fucking hate being I f- a babyface. I fought the... Uh, I was... I, was I, I agree with Alex on this point. I was, I was on the opposition, though. I voted for JD to be the heel and you to be the babyface as well. I was wrong. It was absolutely wrong. Um... There's no way JD could have pulled off a convincing enough heel, or you could have pulled off a convincing enough babyface. Well, be honest, JD so. is a he has he has five kids running around the crowd. You know, yeah. it's like he has to go out there in between the show. You can't be a bad like, guy in front of on him. paper. He's he, JD is huge. He's very tall. He's thick. He has a good scowl to him. You could see him being kind of a bruiser like heel, but nobody really had let you um, yeah. like like. Fly on promos and stuff. Nobody knew that was in you. I'm so st- I'm stuck as a baby for the rest of my life. But yeah. like I-, I liked being a heel much better. Sure, sure. Well, he was awesome. So I did. But what s- happened? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so teeth story. Yeah. Anyway, went babyface STF. Went back heel. The rest mm-hmm. is history. Sure, sure. Um, get to the main event. We're doing the match. It's Tim and me and JD versus Texas Inc., which is Cody, Trey Cole. There's always it, a Texas. It's the Inc. new Texas Inc. and. <laughs> Dylan, you know who invented the name Texas Inc.? Who? You? <laughs> well, fuck you. I was backstage, and we'd been doing Texas Outlaws. We brought, we brought Bernie and Tim in, and Rocco just wanted to call them the Texas Outlaws. Nice. Like, we got to change it up. Like, let's call them Texas Inc. or something. There you go. I, I Texas Inc., I invented it. There you nice. go. Thank you. Oh, yeah, you know so who this, to blame, ladies So this gentlemen. is version, like, four or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inc. It's always Texas. Song. We're doing the six-minute tag, blah, blah, blah. Christmas show came out in a weak-ass Christmas cutoff. Santa Claus hat. I put earrings in. Just thought it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. I'm um, doing the match. Of course, I'm the smaller of the two, me and JD. Mm-hmm. Tim wasn't going to take the heat. I take the heat. Um, we're in the corner, and, and Tim's uncle is yeah, hitting you're me the with, baby. Yeah, and and okay. Yeah, and Tim's fucking uncle is hitting me with this rope. All of a sudden, this cowbell comes mm. flying, hits me in the face, and it jars me. And I roll over, and I I go and spit a fucking tooth. And I'm like, oh a whole my tooth God. or a chip tooth. Get into it. So then okay. I then I put my tongue up in my gum like it's my front tooth. My mm-hmm. my fucking money maker is busted out. And I'm like and I'm like, what the hell am I tonguing it? And I roll over and I looked at Trey and I go, Alright, double down. We're two minutes into the match. Mm-hmm. And no, I did I did you, it. No, you double I double down, I roll I'm, I'm not Mick Foley. Yeah, no, I rolled out no. of the ring and they did the finish, I just walked to the back. Nope. I get to the back because I, I didn't know how bad it was. So I walked to the back and I, like I'm looking in there, I'm like what the hell? And like, I'm like, is there nervous? It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sundays, everything's closed. Mm-hmm. Masks, masks aren't cool at this point. So it's like, I'm fucking walking around with That's a right. busted fucking tooth. And, and I'm like, oh my God, what the hell? I didn't even take my gear off. I got in the car and I said, take me home. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I drove home. And Zach drove me home. One of those type of injuries where you're like, you know what? I'm just going to re- wear my wrestling boots to bed tonight. I called my I've wife. I was like, I was like, I'm lacing them. I called my wife. My wife has never not been supportive of wrestling, but it's never been her thing. I remember I was like, listen, here's the thing. You lose a tooth, though. We own a business. I work behind a bar. <laughs> I fucking busted my tooth out. I was like, I got to go to the doctor. I don't know what to do, whatever. 
I don't, I don't have dental insurance at the time because I'm paying everything out of the pocket. I'm like, this is bullshit. I go there the next day. I have Wrestling. The little, I have the tooth and a little sandwich baggie. I'm like, I'm like. You should I'm put like, in some milk. I'm like, here you go. I was, I was, like, I was like, this is what busted, whatever. <laughs> I'm bringing it back to milk. So you should have had your cup, you know, yeah. glass, walking to the doctor's office with a little glass of milk. Was it just a chip of the tooth? It's half of my front tooth. It was bad. It was, it was the, it was, it was 50% of the tooth okay. snapped yeah. off. No, no, no. Yeah, so, yeah, so yeah. this, I, I know. It was gross. The same thing happened to me, yeah. only not in a wrestling match. Mm. I was at the... <laughs> I was at the casino! I was at a honky-tonk. Rich okay. Baxter! No, I was at the honky-tonk. Oh, boy. Oh, even better. I, uh, I was putting my arm around the, the girl. We were posing for a picture, and she kind of does this thing where she's like, you know, whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I got shit. the beer bottle in my mouth. Oh, fucking back elbow oh, with your beer shit. bottle? Back elbow with the beer bottle into my mouth. I feel the tooth Damn it. go back into my throat and swallowed. Yeah. And I'm touching, like, wait, it's still there. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just like a little, yeah, little yeah, tiny. Yeah. I go in there the next day. No, it's like, yeah. I look, you know, I was just drunk enough that I didn't care. Next day. So I go in, and the dentist is like, all right, well, let me try this thing. I'm going to try this thing out. Let's see if this works. Yeah. And, like, she put this, like, basically, like, patch Patchy yeah. patchwork, like you'd patch up the wall with yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Like, first bite of food I took. It's right, it's gone, off. yeah. And I'm like, no. She goes, all right, well, this is going to be a little more extensive then. See, I, I, got, a, I got a fake front tooth because of that. This yeah, one, yeah, yeah. He bonded. Only oh, mine was cooler because I didn't have to do a wrestling, doing some stupid wrestling. I mine was with a chick. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, this it's was in a not, bar. This it was, was in a honky not, tonk. This, this was not cool. It's fucking awesome. I was not happy with it. So then, uh, <laughs> so they bonded it. So that's what he did. He bonded the shit. And he's like, it'll last you what ten years? And he's yeah, like, that's what mine is. You like. drink, you drink grape juice. It might stain it. <laughs> I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, he's like, it might turn out purple for a little bit. Yeah, yeah you guys purple. old enough to remember the caravan, honky tonk? Yeah, I've been to the caravan many times. You went to the caravan? Yeah, I, yeah. Know, I, I lived at the caravan. Did you? I, I lived at the caravan. Yeah, that was like the place to go for so long. That's where I probably spent my entire twenties, honestly. Really? Most of my thirties, well, not really, because I stopped going to bars about 31, 32. <laughs> No, yeah, I, just go to I used to go out all the time, bro. Like Caravan, Rodeo, Iron Horse, and Uliga, all these places. I've only been to Iron Horse, I think, one time. I, was, I used to go to Iron Horse and they did karaoke. I'm, com- I'm completely out on this scene. John, did you ever go out club? Fuck ever... no. Dude, I, never, cheese, I don't remember. Pearl any... Snap, drink some beer. I was never. all about it. See, never. that's one thing that's lost in the modern wrestling. I was, I've complained about this a hundred times now, so it's a broken record. But I was yeah. like, man, we used to, after every show, that's when the fun started. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah. we went out, we got in some trouble. You know, we, we went somewhere. Yeah. We yeah. we had all this rage and testosterone for being wrestlers. Yeah. We wanted to go out and be cool because yeah, nobody was at the show anymore. to watch us. So yeah. The, yeah. how are we gonna let the world know we were cool guy wrestlers if we don't go out and do something crazy? So it was usually Hooters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, we go yelling, act obnoxious, and try to one up everybody until we got kicked out of the Hooters or asked to calm down. Yeah. Right. Uh, we almost got in a fight with Safari Joe one night. It's a great nice. story. You guys know who Safari Joe is? No. I know of Safari Joe. Safari Joe and Safari Joe's, and now he owns Big Splash. Safari oh, Joe's okay. I'm, I'm in on Big Splash. Yeah, well, now it's, it's called Safari Joe's. Right, now. right. H2O Safari Joe's. Uh, yeah, he's, he's this uh, long-haired looking, tan, yeah. big bodybuilder-looking dude. It's Safari Joe. Yeah. And there were some allegations about Safari Joe oh. at one point. Oh. Uh, Somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. somehow he beat those charges. As 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 happens, <laughs> it involved but he opens up a water the park. typical crime you, that would involve a indie wrestler. So I'll just use your imagination. Yeah. And now he owns a kids' water park. So, yeah. You know. Nice. He's talking pedophiles, motherfuckers. Teens, bikinis. Hey, don't ever be afraid to call out pedophiles. Hey, by the way, you've been counting f words. Do you use the f word? Uh. Because I haven't heard you at the wrestling it. shows. It's 
it's something I okay. So I've, I've been working also with the shoot with the church company mm-hmm. too. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I've been having to right, recondition right. myself. Right, but, right. You know, because yeah, like yeah. I said, I was trained on the F word. Right. Yeah. I was trained. Uh, they taught me when they taught me how to bump. They said, "Look, man, I was 18 years old. I remember uh, James Bohannon, Butch Dalton. He looks right me in the eye. Goes, man, you got to start popping your hips out when you bump, like you're giving it to somebody." And then he yeah. like proceeds to do this hip thrust. The thrust. And then he stops the class, gets right in my face, looks at me, looks at Kenny, goes, "You boys have given it to somebody yet, right?" <laughs> now at this point, I've I wouldn't say I've given it to somebody sure, like sure. they've allowed me yeah. the opportunity to it took poorly many years before i gave it to anybody to poorly perform i'm still not sure i've given it to anybody people are, people are like hold on i'm getting it yeah i mean i you could count I it did. i guess i've got um, it from mr nasty plenty of times but i don't know if i've given but it. i just remember he, he then he like he looked at us like i think you guys are full of it. i think you're both virgins you know like you don't know how to give it to somebody and I didn't know, like, how to prove not, you know? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like, smell my dick. I was like, well, like, you want to call, like, call this yeah. girl, like, she'll tell you, uh, you know. But, like, yeah, so, the, the F word, and, uh, yeah. you know, we grew up on But, like, I, uh, you know, they say, like, really smart people use yeah. cuss words a lot. Yeah. I mean, there's probably some garbage. You hear, you hear it both ways. You hear, like, oh, you know, the fucking people who cuss are stupid, and then you hear, like, oh, incredibly intelligent people are the ones who use the cuss word. You, you know, it's Honestly, like, I'm not offended by... Yeah, yeah. Like, there's very little language I, like, I get offended. Like, I know, like, recently, like, some people have gotten in trouble. Like, the, the country singer, he got in trouble the other day because he called his yeah, buddy yeah. the N-word. Yeah, yeah. But he was doing it in, like, a friendly yeah, context. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was, like, like yeah, a, a term of endearment. Like Vince McMahon. And I was like, look, I'm not saying it's okay to use the word, but I also, like, I know I'm smart enough to go, like... Yeah. Well, clearly he wasn't using it to be racist. Sure. So, like, you got to tone down your, like, yeah, rage sure. factor on that. Like, because if anybody's ever quoted a rap song, they've probably dropped that word. Sure. I don't personally. I don't listen yeah. to a lot of rap music. I do it all the time in the truck. I'm just just dropping fucking N-bombs just left and right. Wow, John, you're going <laughs> to I can't wait to call NSU now. <laughs> you're going to regress. Uh, NSU has an N in it. Sheena Carano'd. <laughs> You're about to be canceled so fast. So we always we always seem to end at this point on a podcast of me somehow getting fucking you being goddamn racist. Being canceled. <laughs> canceled John's been fucking racist. Like yeah. I said, I I do cuss a lot, but I I also know when to turn it off. Like when Grandma's in the room, yeah. if if your wife was here or something like, and I wasn't yeah, comfortable, yeah. comfortable around her, like you know, like I wouldn't start just like, oh yeah, nice to meet you, Mary. Um, F- what F- the F- fuck F- are you fucking cunts doing later? I mean, oh, y'all want to fuck me? I'm my, not. I'm not that guy would. at all. My wife would. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm saying that's like my wife didn't. You know, she she doesn't use them, but she doesn't care either. Yeah. But you wouldn't just run in the room and start I swear saying to God, that. Brittany, the entire time I was at UWE. Like, yeah. I, I did a spot with her one time. Did you? You remember this? I don't remember, huh? Uh, she was the, the Princess Brittany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody she was managing. Like I was in a something with them, mm-hmm. and I think we did the like I let her slap me or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I told her I was like just slap. I, yeah. I don't even remember. I got. I could be remember this all wrong. I just remember I did a spot with her one time. Yeah. I remember like, she didn't really talk much. Yeah. And I was like, I guess like, problem. what do you want to do? Like, what? Like, what? Pretty quiet. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Sure. Mm-hmm. But like, I got a feeling she's probably very different at home. Yeah. Yeah. Oh well, fucking. No. I did love your video though. Why do you think she, I'm here? Where she scrapes your car. No, that's her fucking car for one thing. <laughs> oh, okay. That's her goddamn car. All right. Well, he what? sold it on the internet. He. I did. I did. I'm not. Like, I have no shame. I'm making her out there scrape my car. No, she was. She was like. 
So she saw the gimmick online where it's like, put water balloons and food coloring out in the snow and let them freeze into globes. <laughs> this seems right over bubbles. She's out there doing that shit, right? And she's like, I'm going to go check my water balloons. And then she takes our dog out in the front yard and, and uh, she's like, oh, we're going to play in the snow. And she's out there. And then she goes, uh, she goes, look at the dog. And, you know, our dog, the snow is up to its belly. And she's like, oh, look at it. It's so cute. And then I, I, I open the screen door and I scream like, Get that broom and clean your car off while you're out there. And she goes, oh, yeah, that's a good idea. And she just goes and starts doing it. And I'm like, I want to record this. Because this makes me look like a really shitty husband. <laughs> Does it kind of make you jealous, though? Like, I don't know about you guys. Like, I'm I'm so jaded and, and awful at times. Like, so dark-hearted. Yeah. Like, there's no joy I could get from going out and putting a globe full of snow snow coloring or whatever. Like, that. like, there's nothing about that that, like... Like I'm, and I'm mad at people who define. Uh, <laughs> like, how can you like just enjoy uh, life so much that like you find like, like you, this brings smile and joy and love and warmth to your heart to go through? <laughs> I was working at the shop. My wife called me and she's like, "And don't get, I have nothing against snowmen, but she called me. She's like, oh, what sex snow is nice. Like I want to make a snowman.' And like inside, I was like, I gotta watch my response now because, like, because I have to respond to. My, we were living the same life, brother. My response ended up... My wife made a snowman the other day. <laughs> my by herself. And we got mad because I wouldn't help. My response ended up being, well, you think there's still going to be snow Sunday? And she was like, this is Thursday. <laughs> and she's like, well... And I'm like, well, you got to think, like, you work till four. I have to go to wrestling set up the next two nights. I got a show on Saturday, so you know I can... We got, we got cut off there, but Josh yeah, is... Yeah, uh, so anyway, Alex what I was saying was, I was, I was like, you think... There'll still be snow on Sunday. It's supposed to melt. It's Thursday. And it's Thursday. Yeah. And I was like, well, you got WFC, and I got you know, I got a show Saturday, so maybe Sunday. She's like, well, I kind of thought like me and Rose would just make a snowman, and I was like, I was like, okay, cool. Um, well, yeah, that sounds good. But on the other side of me, I was like, man, I really don't want to fucking make a snowman. Mm. Like, no. Mm. You know, it doesn't I'm sound not seven. Not know, at it's all. Like, it's cold. Like when I go home, I want to like I have a routine. I like when I was in Chicago, it fucked my routine up. I like. Getting off work, yeah, going home. You're batty. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. all right. Let the let 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 the dog out. Okay. Then I go over there and I I, I, may, I I cook dinner, put my calories in. Mm-hmm. You know, have myself one single diet soda. <laughs> sit down, put on a show, and I'm like, I got two hours to myself. It's gonna be nice. I'm fine. Zach's in my guest room playing Call of Duty. He's like, Bravo six, come in, Bravo six, come in. And I'm like, oh, let's turn the turn the sound up. Yeah, okay. His signal's like really a three liter. Yeah. It's like, anyway. I just won. Uh, you, you get the idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got a, like, you got a routine, yeah. man. I love my fucking routine. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm dropping not, the F-ball on purpose now. You're not trying okay. to but, uh, but, yeah, I'm, I, I like that routine. And when you screw it up with a goddamn snowman, like... So, this is not this snow, but the last snow. My, yeah. my wife was like, oh, my God, it's snowing. Let's go build a snowman. I was like, I'm sitting on the couch watching TV. I'm like, I'm not going to go out there and build a snowman, but, yeah. you know, you could do your job. And she like so, like she built the world's worst snowman. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, mm-hmm. it's like she has no idea that you're supposed to like you know create three yeah, separate yeah. balls. But Compress. I was, like, I was like, you're not even doing a good job. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, and then she's like, do we have anything to make like his eyes and mouth? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, let's just go get a COVID mask and put it on his face. And she did, but like she didn't make the head big enough for the COVID mask. I didn't want to call her out on it. So like my my wife like takes the dog when it was really snowing like hard and 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 uh, she takes the dogs out in the backyard and she's playing with them and she texts me, and she's like, "Hey, you should come out here and play with us. Super fun." Make blah blah blah. Part of our life. I walk into the kitchen and I like look through the little window, and uh, I watch her and the dogs are running around and she's scooping up snow and throwing it up in the air. And 
I uh, raise the window up and I just go, there's dog shit all in that backyard. Your fucking hands are all in dog shit right now. There's no way I'm coming out there with y'all. And I shut the window and I go back and play some more, you know, it's, it's whatever not, game it's I'm playing. It's bad enough that you have to watch her have joy yeah. that you now have to take the joy from her. Yeah. It's like, I can't let you have this. My, my backyard has dog shit every square fucking foot. There's a pile of dog shit in my backyard. I know. I, I took my dog over there, and my dog's running around, drops shit, and I'm like, hey, you got anything to clean it up with? He's like, nah. Just no, I should leave it. <laughs> I'll mow over it later. I'm like, what the so fuck? We used, to, so we used to have the backyard wrestling when I was a kid. I had dogs back there, and so idiots would start wrestling on the outside of the ring. I was like, yeah, there's other dog shit everywhere out here. DDT like, somebody onto a white oh, no, dog turd. Like, there, there was a guy, you know, of course, every kid wore a black T-shirt. Oh, yeah. You know, a sleeveless T-shirt Same. with their... With their non-existent muscles mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but you know there'd be so many kids like they'd take the bump and then like you know there'd be a big brown spot on their back like you idiot <laughs> oh fuck dog oh, shit back to cussing we were talking about cussing I remember so what's weird is that my wife she, she supports wrestling she's not mad at wrestling mm-hmm. I give shit about wrestling she doesn't come to the shows I don't make her it's my time she does what she wants um, but she hit it off with John's wife over Facebook mm. And they started liking each other's stuff and commenting on each other's stuff. Next thing you know, they're hanging out. And I'm like, well, this is cool. I'm friends with John, and she's friends with his wife. I was like, this would be cool. It's like a, you know, friendship thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. we are on the way. They invited us over. We are going to stay all night. It was the showdown. Oh, okay. Show, it was showdown, whatever John and I made it And I was like, I was like, well, I'll just come stay with you a couple nights. We'll go over the match, whatever. So I stayed in his guest room. Yeah. And on the way there, I had to brief Sam because Sam... She cusses and everything, but she's not. She's never around that, you know. So I'm like, just a heads up. John's at his home. And, so you don't tell him not to and cuss. I, and I'm gonna say, I'm just gonna let you know. Obviously, you know John's a very good guy, but John's gonna drop some cuss for Gonna say some stuff. I was like, it's just, it's just how. It is. She's like, oh no. She's like, it's fine. I'm, I'm pretty reserved around yeah. around people like that or situations like that in my own home even as she's, well she's never judged you though, knowing that so. you have a professional job though like mm-hmm. it's like okay that mm-hmm. guy knows the like when to turn it off and on oh for sure yeah like you can tell out. just because yeah, like yeah. He, there are some guys like you like from wrestling that you were like man I, I wouldn't i wouldn't bring that person around my work friends or anything. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, like, yeah i can't you can't be part of my real life like this yeah. is just somebody i'm gonna see on the rest but then you know, like somebody like all right you're you're a professional enough i'm sure you could uh, okay so let's talk about your backyard so who all that the what what was your backyard was, fed called? Who the, was in it? The uh, the Innovative Combat Federation. Uh, the, the ICF. The ICF. All right. Black and gold. Ooh, that's my high school colors. So um, yeah. Buffaloes. So just like every other kid around ninety five, ninety six, we're watching wrestling, NWO, you know, Monday Night Wars. Mm-hmm. We're all into it. Oh yeah. Uh, I grew up, you know, Hulk Hogan was my favorite in the eighties. Mm-hmm. You know, so I. By the time I get to, I get, I have this best friend. His name's Aaron Fillmore. We just love watching wrestling, and mm-hmm. you know, we're not, not, we would never buy the pay per views. This is this is pre internet, right? So like, this is back when they would tape two episodes of Raw back to back, right, right, right. And one would be live, but then the other yeah. one would already been taped. But you have to wait a week to find out. You can't even go on the internet <laughs> to find out, right? Like nobody's got that capability yet. So it's it kind of exciting time of wrestling because you can still get worked and you can still like, oh my god, somebody showed up. I had no idea that person was. Yeah, good. yeah. Because nobody, nobody paid to listen to Gene Okerlund's hotline. You know, none of my friends can afford that uh, nine. No, 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 no. Nine, one nine hundred number. Nine oh nine ninety nine hundred. Call it. They're gonna say like we're whole coach. No, <laughs> stupid. Go play football, you loser. Listen to Lex Luthor tell you about uh, his protein shakes or something. Yeah? <laughs> 
Lex Luthor. Uh, no, Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor. Talk about fucking poisoning Superman so with some goddamn kryptonite in his protein shake. You can't, can't give missiles with that much fentanyl. The amount of fentanyl that'll kill a human being. John, what is the amount of fentanyl that is safe to take? I mean, uh, I'll tell you tomorrow because he, he knows the amount of chloroform it's safe. <laughs> it hasn't kicked in yet. All right. So, anyways, yeah, we we uh, backyard wrestling. So it's early days of the internet, right? You still had dial up AOL, all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Yep. So me and my friend Aaron, we kind of started on backyard feb. But, you know, it's not like. We have any other friends who like mm-hmm. wrestling, so it was literally like us, you know, with three different masks. You know, we'd yeah, wrestle yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We would we take all did pictures. That. Yep. You know, we'd take pictures. Same. We'd be on a trampoline, and I remember like the first time, like I, I had twenty bucks from Christmas or a birthday or something. I paid to have a banner made that said ICF. Nice. And like we thought we were just so cool, we put it above the yeah. trampoline. It's like, oh my god, we're like professionals. <laughs> yeah, true story. I still have that banner. It's still sitting in my backyard. Fuck yeah. Uh, yeah. I still have my championship from backyard. So. I have a backyard championship. I got, I got, I got my framed. Screen. Jeremy Lee. So get this. I, I, you haven't heard the other podcast. So we, J- Jeremy and I had the same thing. EPW Explosion Pro Wrestling was that thing. Jeremy's thing actually. We said kinda, Jeremy Lee. Yeah. Jeremy you Lee. Met, your, Jer- your brother. You met Jeremy. Your brother. Yeah. Well, we can, we approached you and your whatever. You would know Jeremy if you seen. So. You overestimate um, my memory. <laughs> I, I, I like to like he, he like on the last podcast he's like. Justin was big at Vertigris. I was like, I was? <laughs> well, we that's what I say. We thought you were. No, I, I wrestled two Perception. shows at Vertigris High School. Well, the reason why I said so I might have been big at Vertigris. Some people knew some people knew of Justin Lee. Did you work for a bank? Yeah. Okay, here's the here's how I knew of you, okay? So Jeremy Lee went to a bank with his wife and fucking seen you and he was like, Oh, that Justin Lee guy from Tulsa. I, I saw him at the bank. You know, and like so they that, that, that's kinda how that's kinda how it is. I almost got a dog short. at Vertigris because I was at, I remember doing the show at Vertigris <laughs> and this random fucking Oh, you guys got me. Yeah. Yes. You got me, I dropped the F bomb. Right. Yeah. This random dog shows up to the show. Like yeah. he just walks into this yeah, locker yeah, yeah. room yeah, backstage. Yeah. This is at the Vertigris High School or whatever. And um, everybody, dude, like, just sat next to my gear. Everybody's like, Justin, is that your dog? Yeah, yeah. I was like, no, but, like, dude, like, watched my gear for me and, like, right, just yeah. sat there. And I'm like, I think this might be my dog now. But then, like, but by, by the time I go out to my match, he's like, gone. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's, what, that's the only thing I remember about Vertigris is I, the coolest dog ever just showed up and hung out with my gear. And I almost made that dog come home with me. <laughs> well, through Vertigris, I'd heard your name a couple times. So, um, we had our own backyard fed. Explosion for us and whatever. Long story short, Christmas time this year, Jeremy Lee brings me a gift. And I open it up, and it's the fucking refurbished EPW Heavyweight Championship belt. Nice. Like, actual strap, everything, refurbished, new letters, everything. But no, we had our own backyard fed, and we had a trampoline, but we didn't like the bounce that it gave. So Jeremy and I, Jeremy was an adult grown man, and I was like 16. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Jeremy, Jeremy like drove us around. This story got a little weirder just Jeremy, now. Jeremy, it was not, not like that, but Jeremy was older. He had a, no, jo- he had yeah, a, full, like he had a job. I had high school. This like, adult grown man. So Jeremy drove Jeremy's just saying, like, it's hard to justify, like, Jeremy, being 25 and hanging out with a 16-year-old. Yeah, not, just, quite, not quite that, but, you know, you get it. Just ask so, yourself right now. Would I feel cool hanging around with a 16-year-old kid? So we drove around until we found mattresses. Mm-hmm. We jacked from people. They probably fucked on, HIV'd on, whatever. bed bugs. Jizzed cares. on, bed bugs on. He's telling me about building back a ring. Like, I didn't do it, too. Yeah, you, didn't yeah, do it. Yeah. you probably didn't do it this way. So we put the mattresses stacked up yeah. and the trampoline over it. And you strap it down, put a tarp over it. We took the fucking pool tarp. And my grandpa cut the middle. I'm telling you right now. The only difference is I had my dad. We went out and spent it. 
so my, my senior yeah. spring break money, mm-hmm. instead of going on senior spring break, we went out and had uh, spent a bunch of money to build like a wooden frame around the trampoline nice. to create yeah. the illusion of her. And then we, my dad actually, he worked at a, a sand asylum at one point as a as a tech because mm-hmm. he was a teacher yeah. at, at a for long story short. Yeah. Uh, so it, they were getting rid of one of their padded rooms, like they had cleared it out and they Ooh, rebuilt shit. it. So I got all the pads, like the professional padding they use in padded yeah. rooms that already had like it was mounted to a wood board and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Covered it's kind of fucking terrifying though. Yeah. I'd be wanting to shoot put, a horror put movie. Put tire straps down to like really yeah. tighten it up so that the bounce was lessened. Yeah. Um, and then we had the, the mashers, and then we, yeah. Nice. So, long story short, I, uh, Maxim Magazine. Comes mm, out, does my favorite. Out my backyard wrestling fed. I'm I was that organized. That's like one of my favorite. And this is early days of the internet. Day. So, like, they're, like, this is back when backyard wrestling was, like, kind of becoming this thing, and like, yeah. we were talked about in circles. And they're like, hey, we, we want to come do a story about backyard wrestling. Mm-hmm. We, so, they hired this freelance reporter to come we out. We never had that shit. Well, like, I was so organized. Yeah. Like, I had banners up. By this point in time, right, like, right. I take it over. It's my backyard. Right. It's, like, super organized. We have an internet show. Like, we're selling these tapes online. I'm, yeah. I'm making money. I'm literally yeah, making... Yeah. I made more money off backyard wrestling than I probably made in the pros. Sure. I'll, put it, I'll be honest with you. Like, I was selling yeah. these tapes. And then, looking back, clearly, the only people buying these tapes were pedophiles <laughs> who wanted to see boys wrestling each other yeah. and, like, you know... Tickle fights. Shirtless stuff. Because like, I was like, man, like, I got a lot excited. of dudes in Florida buying our tapes. Yeah. I thought it was just because we were such good wrestlers, and like looking back, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, man, they, yeah, were they were jerking they off. They were to fucking me. blowing yeah. candle wax all over oh, your face. Oh, you were face. jerking off to my childhood. God uh, damn! But look at these shirtless boys coming. So like, in dog I, shit. I, I you not like like Mac, Maxim shows up. So like somebody somehow the Edge, you're one of four point five. The Edge mm-hmm. finds out. They sent a reporter out to cover the show. Um, there's like 200 kids in my backyard. Nice. And like there are people sitting all over the fence posts. Like the neighbors are all watching yeah, from yeah, the balconies. Yeah. Like this is the biggest thing ever. Yeah. Like, like, and that's where like OPW ends up hearing about them. Like, man, they like, like they yeah, see these yeah, pictures yeah, yeah. and stuff. And like, I, and by the way, the story, if you want to know, like, I don't think it ever aired in um, Maxim magazine. Uh, I think the guy did the reporter, and the Maxim passed on the story. But he told me he sold it to a magazine in Europe. Again, probably in a gay porn. Yeah. Situation somewhere. <laughs> yeah, the most we would have is like the neighbors, some old guy would come and sit on his tourists and watch us. That was about it. KT, uh, like we peaked with KTUL, Channel 8 did yeah. a story, and this guy Ruben Sierra is the sports director. Then you got picked up, won a championship in your first match? Oh, he, uh, no, he effed us though. Like, he tells us, he like he's like, look, we we're going to do a fair story where we're going to let you talk about like why it's not as bad as everybody says. Right. Yeah. And so he's like, but do you have some footage where you're doing some like more crazy stuff? I'm like, yeah, I'll give yeah, you some yeah. that, but as long as. You let me tell my side of the story. Right, right. Like, I want to tell you how, like, it's safer than you think. It looks, yeah. but it's really not. Cool, you know? cool, kid. Give me something of you bleeding to death. Yeah, so there was maybe eight seconds of, like, violent footage. You know, right. like, like a fake yeah. back barbed wire on yeah, a, like, yeah, a yeah, plank yeah. board. And, of course, you know, what do they lead with? Some rock heavy metal song. You know, guys are bleeding and screaming and everything. just like, yeah. And, like, all the stuff of me talking, like, defending that. Yeah, yeah. And, like, explaining, like, look, guys, we're not idiots. We know how to make, you know, like, it's, you know, it's yeah, like being yeah. a stuntman. You know, it's not that hard to figure out. Yeah. Like, yeah, not everything we yeah. did was perfectly safe. Yeah. All that stuff is gone. They get clips of, like, X-Co going, I was a dumb kid for doing this. You know, I'm just like, thanks, X-Co. Thanks for killing the business. Yeah, I, you know, it was like, it is what it is. I got to say I was on, uh. On the news, is nice. That's cool, Did you ever get any clips on those like uh, official backyard wrestling tapes? Oh, you yeah. Remember, remember that? yeah, no, you, shoot, shoot I used story. to love those. Somebody hit me up the other day. I posted a, a five second video on Instagram fascinated of like my, of some backyard wrestling stuff. Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, hey, you guys just throw it back to '97 backyard wrestling. Some guy goes, Oh, yeah, ICF. I remember that. Like, some dude, random dude really? on Instagram goes, 
I was like, I see it. He goes, yeah, man, me and my friends, we used to backyard tape trade, and that was like one of the best feds. I wonder if I ever saw any of it, because I used to buy, I bought like, you know, backyard wrestling volumes one through four or something, like, uh, I, I, you mail off and you get those in the mail and shit. Tape trade, nobody remembers tape traders. Dude, I mean. Do you guys remember tape traders? I was not a tape trader. Yeah, tape trader, yeah, yeah. They, no, I was too you're talking about actual trade tape traders, people. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so like you would you go to these AOL chat mm-hmm. rooms or whatever, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, yeah. read your way through the pedophiles. Yeah. And, you know, some dude would be like, hey, man, I got a uh, New Japan J- Super Jacob yeah. 95. You'd be like, I got a New Japan Jacob 96. Yep. So you guys would make a deal. Like, here's yep. my address, here's my address. We'll each pay our shipping fees. Yeah. I'll, I'll duplicate my tape. You duplicate your tape. We send each other yeah. tapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you used to do. Like, that's how you would get Fuck yeah. These, no, absolutely. For yeah. YouTube. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. I'm that old. That, there was that, and then that that transformed into, like, buying the Ring of Honor DVDs. That was my big thing, like, the Ring of Honor DVDs. They would always have sales. You'd buy, like, oh, get five for the price of four. I marked out for Ring of Honor. Uh, Ring of Honor is the only reason that I will be putting on boots in this building. So, I... I, There is no better wrestling... John doesn't wear boots. I didn't watch Ring of Honor (laughs) until Brent got to Ring of Honor. Uh, I mean, I love Brent. The name Brent Albright because of that. But, like, I will say right here, I've said it probably plenty of times, but 05... To 07, Ring of Honor, there has never and will never be a better era of wrestling ever, as far as I'm concerned. You got, like, Brian so, Danielson. I mean, Brian Danielson, Christopher Daniels, like, all those guys. AJ coming kind of in and out. AJ was fucking blowing up already, which it's amazing see, to like, think about. isn't that also, like, it, it, it's amazing athleticism, but, like, wasn't that kind of the death of storytelling, too? Like, that's my big thing. I mean, I, I don't know what's... all athletics, no storytelling. I don't know. I don't know. It, it is, it is, yes, but it wasn't doing it... It was very self-aware of what it was doing, though. They were they were very much like, "Hey, we are here to make this more of a sport than a a, a theater play." You know what I mean? Yes. So you're right. Glorified stunt show. You're you're absolutely yeah. right, but but it's it's tough. It's hard to really express it because you'd have to live in that era and watch it because. I think that AEW kind of does that now, as far as like being a glorified no wait glorified stunt, and it blows. Because they're not as good at it. So, I, I don't know. Because you had guys like Brian Danielson who, yeah, okay, so they weren't doing they weren't doing soap operas. They weren't doing that. But he was not just fucking doing flips and spots and shit. He was breaking people down and, and doing the, yeah, the storytelling. He's, he was... The storytelling was, was bell to bell. Oh, bell to bell was the storytelling. And, and, like, that... Yeah, they didn't do shit beyond that. You know, so. regardless when anyone thinks about Ring of Honor, the worst thing to ever come out of Ring of Honor was the fucking... Brian Danielson, Smojo feud is god awful. I, I can always like, I, I can always like. Now I can like call when he's like trying to bait like a response, and he even even kind of gets it wrong because uh, uh, that's not so, even like a big feud. Yeah, like the CM Punk Samoa Joe feud would be like the biggest the, one. The Ray of Honor story, right? Oh, it's Christopher Daniels. That's I have a Ray of Honor uh, shirt in my closet. That I'm the proud Ray of, of. Honor. What is, what is the story behind that? The Ray of Honor. So, I, so I SRPW, was, like, a World yeah. Fair and uh, SRPW or Tulsa Fair. My bad. Yeah. They get contacted by Channel 8 because they were, mm-hmm. at the time they were one of the few feds that were running consistently yeah. in Tulsa. And mm-hmm. Ray gets contacted. He goes, look, Ring of Honor is fixing to start airing on Channel 8. Yeah. And so they want to kind of do a promotion for it. So they're going to have yeah. some wrestling yes. at the Tulsa State Fair in the, in the Channel 8 yeah. booth. I was there. And they're going to... For one show. And so what it looked bad. The optics looked bad because mm-hmm. Ray gets contacted. Yeah, he, he hit me up. He goes, man, what do you think I should do on this? Like, what should I quote? I was like, look... that." They got a budget for this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, don't yeah. don't lowball it. Like you can get a little money. This is yeah, a festival show, basically. For sure. Like they need mm-hmm. they don't want it to look yeah. they're gonna expect to pay for something quality. Yeah. 
gets there. <laughs> they have covered this entire area in Ring of Honor logos and banners. Sure, really. Yeah, yeah. And so it. the yeah. optics look bad, right? Because you look, everybody walking by goes, Ring of Honor is going to be here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're trying to promote Ring of Honor coming. In fact, yeah. Jay Lethal comes in and do an autograph signing stuff. Yeah. But, of course, just like most indie shows, you know, they promote it like Jay Lethal's got, like, yeah, Ray didn't yeah. do it. Jay Lethal did it. Jay Lethal was ringside for my match. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I remember all this. Yeah. But, yeah, it, so it ended up, so we always tease Ray because we call ROH to for Ray of Honor because he's like, look, man, like, yeah, yeah. they put him in I a love bad it. situation. He's yeah. He thinks he's going to show up to promote his show and he gets there and he's, he's like, guys, like, you can't put Ring of Honor yeah, 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 on yeah, a yeah. wrestling ring and people are going to think this is Ring of the Honor. The match that I was in was absolutely fucking abysmal. I mean, I don't doubt it. It was a six-man tag, and oh, yeah, there were two good wrestlers. wrestlers in that match, and their names were John Cross and Aaron Anders. I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> very, yeah, I'm very much against anything that's not a one-on-one match. Yeah, oh, same, bro, same, same. Like same. people, I that was the worst feeling when I get to an indie show, and they're like, "Hey, man, we're gonna put you in a three-way." Yeah. Tonight. See, I would love to work more three ways personally. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm I against like, triple, like. I like the triple threats. I hate it. I, I don't hate them. Um, you know, I, I did the like I got announced as King of Triple Threats once just so I could get it on my Oakland fan bio and uh uh but no they're they're way harder to 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 fashion and create. I, I hate multi man like I'm talking yeah. like beyond beyond triple threats, like fatal like, four ways, six eight man. Eight man tags. find the cup on the pole. Those are dog shit. Matches. So here's the thing. Like, Those okay. are battle royals. I mean if you if you pulled let's say there's a hundred licensed wrestlers in the state of mm-hmm. Oklahoma, I don't know what the number would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably like but you said okay. <laughs> The odds of pulling two get two names out of a hat mm. and finding two guys that can work each other in a good match. Yes, yeah. you're probably looking at a th- under fifty percent odds yeah. there, right? So then you go take a third one, throw it in the hat. Yeah, yeah. Now you're like the chances of finding three quality like mm. guys. We're, we're getting work. into some fucking Scott Steiner level stats here, man. Yeah. I'll tell you right now, I'm booking a three way for OKX two that's gonna knock your fucking socks off. Oh, okay. Well, let's not bury the. Uh, I'll tell you that let's much. Let's not bury the OKX. Uh, no, no pressure for those. No guys, hell, I this, I think there's I, no fucking pressure. Dude. I, see, I this match no, has no build. We're I, just gonna drop the match. I have no it's gonna idea. be baller. Honestly, I think I John had to swap me up on OKX the other week. I talked to you about I, it. And you're like, I got a DJ that day, bro. Was that what it was? Yeah. Oh, no, it is because the May show. Yeah, yeah I do yeah. have to DJ. Yeah, you hit me in prom season. Yeah, you're not going to get me. See, I was trying to, I don't I was work trying in to April, get you May. in a key spot. I can't work in April or May. I mean, I might. you might find me on a May, but I guess my money season, bro. Is it? Like, yeah, yeah. like dude, they, like, like sh- it, yeah, shoot, yeah. shoot, like, the average wedding, you know, you might make five to $700 mm-hmm. off of. Yeah. yeah. Like, you uh, you get to those prom seasons. Like, those schools are cutting three, $4,000 checks sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's like. I'd be I'd be dumb to come to a wrestling show I mean, when somebody's offering me three or four thousand dollars. Yeah, but the wrestling show will pay you at least fifteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, co- be, I'd cost be happy. Nobody's paid me fifteen dollars in a long time. Bro. John fucking calls me out for you know me shitting of, on his Ring of Honor and stuff. A lot of things. But here's the thing: what you were getting at when you thought I was baiting you no, is yeah. what I do on that wrestling page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait, are you indie fan Oklahoma or whatever? Yeah. Fuck no. Who's that? On, who, who does anybody know, know that uh, on uh, Facebook? They're 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 good. All right, shoot. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna put this out here. That is not me. So whoever this this uh, indie fan person is, because yeah. here's the thing, I like that they're putting me over, but they're putting me over hard nice. to the point where like even I was like, oh yeah, this, is, this is somebody is ribbing me here? Like, I thought you ran it. No, that's what I say. Like I thought I ran it based on how hard they were putting me over, <laughs> but like I've been trying to pull people aside. Like, look, this isn't me. Like I don't know who is this is. <laughs> you should make it. I know that's exactly tomorrow. what I, what I would say if it wasn't me. Of course, you know, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Like, during Tim's announcement, during Tim's meeting tomorrow, you should say that. I love like, Hey, just so everyone knows, this ain't me. I don't know who they. I mean, obviously they're a fan of mine because they like all my pictures on my yeah. on my on my worker page, yeah. and then they share them half the time. That's creepy. But then like they start saying stuff on like Justin Lee needs to come to core, and I'm like, thanks, but like. 
that's begging for work. Now that looks like this is me. Any yeah. got, anybody got any more pictures of Justin Lee's stomach? Yeah. yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> I think that's that might be the Neil family. So, um, speaking of random like gay pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that's a good segue, right? It there. really is. My what boy, Max, my boy Max McGurk, when he was over in uh, Florida under under a developmental deal. Yeah. With the WWE. Oh, Leroy. Old Leroy. You know, that's because that was his granddad's name. He told me that Leroy he called Leroy. it his slave name. <laughs> it really was. Wait, that was back when they... So that was right back when they lost, like, a few guys. Story. A few guys, and they all took their names and went to the TNA yeah. and Ring of Honor and all that. So they said, F this. We're not letting anybody use their name ever here. Yeah. Like, and so he was Leroy. But he, um, when he was down there, there was a dude that would come with his telescopic lens, you know, like the most professional camera you've ever seen. He'd come yeah, to all yeah, the wrestling yeah, shows. Yeah. But all he would do is wait for you to be in the gayest oh, possible yeah. position yeah. and take a picture. And he just had a... It's kind of like, you know, your, your yeah. Donna Rose photography or Digital mm-hmm. Dan or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Only yeah. imagine nothing but close-ups of, like, right, nuts right. and, like, right. butts. <laughs> and like, you're bent over doing a sunset flip. As he just fact, zooms right in on that tank. That was the name of his company, Nuts and Butts. It really was. But, like, it was just a, essentially like a softcore gay <laughs> porn site with all the wrestlers yeah, against yeah. their will. And it was like... like when you would Google his name, these things would pop up. Right. And, like, he had to, like, I'm like, Max, you got to get this off the internet. Like, you got to contact this guy and, like, force him to take us down. It's like, because I know you're not doing gay porn, but yeah, yeah. if, like, I Google this site, it looks like you're doing gay porn. Yeah, right? yeah. I felt poor, poor Max, like, he's been tricked into doing, like, giving up his jizz so many times. <laughs> he's just a sweetheart. No, I, I, I see. Like, I trick you out of your jizz. Yeah, man, no, I, Every lesbian couple that ever meets him wants him to father their child, right? So, like, they try to negotiate his to get his. Oh, blame him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Clearly, like, so Max is like perfect deal. Yeah, he really is. Yeah, he's he, gorgeous. Uh, well, if you go look at a picture of his granddad, Leroy, mm. like Leroy and him, like are twins, and like Leroy's jacked. Yeah. And Leroy's like pre-steroid era jacked. Like, right, right, like, right. He looks like you're like oh, legit top wrestler. All yeah, this. yeah, yeah. So granddad Leroy McGurk. Um, Max looks exactly like him. I was yeah. like, so Max, this is your secret. That's why Max can work out once yeah. and look like like a god. It's in those jeans, man. Yeah. It is. It's pure, like, yeah. he, he can eat like crap, not work out for four yeah. weeks, go to the gym twice, yeah. eat one salad, and suddenly he's back to being shredded right. beyond belief. Like he's like right now, like I'm like one of the few times in my life I've ever been in like maybe better shape than Max. Yeah, yeah. Right now is because I've been like eating nothing but tuna, right. trained six days a week. And, like, Max is like, eh, you know, I go to the gym once a week maybe yeah, yeah, right yeah. now. He's got a girlfriend right now, so he's, right. he's all, like, getting soft. But I just know, I was like, Max, the second you go you start, you go to the gym, it takes it times, seriously. Fine. Yeah. Like, you'll be yeah. a million times better shape than yep. me. I, know, I was trying to I find. I know the type, man. Am I, I boring you? We got, we got Royal over here on his phone. This is every time. It's I'm, all, looking, all, no, I'm looking for a photo. He's said, I was looking for those gay Max pics you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. You were talking about gay photos. And nuts and nuts and Butts and nuts in Florida. All right, if you, if you let me finish. At butts and nuts. So you were talking about um, gay pictures. And I forgot Haskell found, <laughs> Haskell found a picture today when I was working as a security guard. And Dutch, we were dragging him out of a building. And he is leaning over the bottom rope menacing in pain and we're trying to cuff him from behind and there's three dudes just looking down like this nice. and he's like ah just, I'm gonna find just it just taking it up yeah. just put the uh, yeah. put, put the Pornhub logo at the bottom yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to who find it who did that on the uh, wor- on the worker page somebody was taking I've done that a few times but Chris? I haven't done it recently was it Chris somebody was, was doing that oh it was uh, Derek James but I know it was Derek James' picture, but who was posting? Uh, Nasty was doing it. Bobby was doing it for a couple of them. I think a few people made Dude, their own. Nasty. You and Nasty were friends as kids. 
So me and Nasty. No, no, no. So I, I didn't mean Nasty to go here. Nasty? No, hell no. Who did you no. backyard wrestle with? Uh, Chris Fury was his name, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought for some reason I thought you and Nasty. Because where no. you tell a story about you and Nasty training together? I met Nasty here at WFC. Who was it you were telling the story about training with um, in the backyards? My, I mean, so my my old training buddy is is Chris Fury. We we were back. I thought you said Nasty. For we, we were backyard together, and then we got. Train. We went into actual real training together. We we debuted. You know, our first match was against each other. Our second match was against each other. About it. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, Chris Fury was the guy. And then he finally he got a real life job and, and uh, no, I could I could have became a human. Well, no, because I re- I really liked your uh, your the John Cross story, Man. the saga, the John Cross saga, whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of like you driving and your dad like sh- like crapping on your dreams. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. like my boy's gay. He wants to go gay wrestle. <laughs> That's how I pictured it in my head. Going, my boy's gay. Like, the wrong son died. My yeah. boy. Yep. How's your boy? I don't know. He's bisexual and wants to be a DJ. My boy's gay. <laughs> you remember, because what was, what, was what was the movie, um, Stand By Me, I think, mm-hmm. where it's like, uh, was it Stand By Me, where it's like, John Cusack's the older son. Yeah. And he's like, the perfect son. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, he yeah. goes off to war and dies yeah. in Vietnam. And like they're like wrong boy dad yeah and like he's such a disappointment compared to his hero brother i remember like, that of a walk hard yeah walk, walk hard yeah that's where i that's got where they parried it i i am I, the hero brother in my world so <laughs> your brother's a fucking saint we've talked about it we have not <laughs> you, know, um, you know what my brother is he's a children's pastor really yeah, with like i three really thought you were children. gonna say a children's well here's pastor. the thing here's the thing my brother's gay Oh, so he's a pedophile. And I'm not, and I'm not, yeah. I'm not <laughs> all gay people pedophiles, John. Hey, my brother's, my brother's gay and I can admit it. I mean. I mean, is it, like, what, are you going to deny it? I mean, if you want to say that about <laughs> well, I mean, yourself. he's right out there, go grab him. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I'm sitting here like, I, Zach didn't even cross my mind. Yeah. That's right, you're sitting here talking about, my brother's gay, and I was like. I was trying to get a reaction. I was like, oh. Fuckers. I completely. I didn't I want to com- get canceled, I even, so I was watching what I said. Right I was there. legit thinking you had another brother that I, I had met. I was, I was like, well, no, it's just Zach. No, Zach's gay. Yeah, Zach's gay. <laughs> Zach is gay. Oh is that, yeah. Is Zach fucking? Shoot? Are you guys working me? And he's toting a package too. Are you guys working me? I mean, he was in hey, there. Have, we'll you, go have you talked about him toting that package? Uh, sure. Whatever. I nice. mean, if he is gay, that's fine. Nice, no, straight. I don't. I've only known one gay wrestler uh, since I've been. There's one, uh, I'm not talking anymore. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did find out a I'm guy. I'm canceled. <laughs> I, I did find out a guy I used to wrestle with. Um, so like, like maybe maybe the worst oh, offensive thing I've. Does he go? I'm gonna, no, I'm gonna tell you straight up. Like, so a guy I used to work with uh, back in Compound, and even before a little bit in TPW. Hotter. I'm not, I'm not gonna give any names out, but. Um, there was a there was a rumor that he'd worked yeah. this shoot job where he'd like he was a mover or something mm-hmm. and like he and this guy were like moving this apartment and uh, they supposedly go in and there's like porn on the TV and they're like oh let's watch this porn and like they're sitting there and like suddenly like supposedly this dude reaches over and tries to grab the other dude's junk and like starts trying to jerk him off like nice. the wrestler starts trying to do yeah. this th- and nice. the guy like punched him in the face yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. The dude gets fired from his job, and like you know, when we asked him about, it, he's like, no, 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 like, like that that, that dude like lied. His he just hated my guts, and he made up this crazy story. Yeah. And it's so crazy. You're like, well, yeah, it doesn't sound like the shoot story, right? Right. But then like we every now and then like from real world stuff, you know, this is even before Facebook and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. But stuff will get back to us, and they're like, oh, you know this guy? He uh he did this, and he did. That. We'd be like, really? 
So this guy used to bring his daughter to the show, and like his daughter was such a big Justin Lee fan. You know, she's like, you know, she because yeah. like, she's like seven or eight. And I'm like, you know, right, right, right. all the kids like to me sure. the time. Babyface. So like years later, I'm at a. I love how you throw babyface in there. So just said all the kids like me. Oh yeah, all the kids like me. Oh yeah, all the kids like me. No, it's a big yeah. baby, you know. So okay. I, I looked young, and so like sense, I, yeah. closer to the Jeff Hardy yeah, yeah. effect. I call this Jeff Hardy effect. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. You look like you could be a teenager, so therefore yeah. you, you're the one that you're throwing swantons left and right. I never did a swanton in my life. <laughs> you should have. Uh, no, it's the worst movie in wrestling. Um, next to a Russian leg sweep. That's goddamn right. And a fucking <laughs> spear. Uh, no, the, on, if you, you guys will have to see part one because I know we're on part two at this point. There's a good spear out there. Um, part one, we mentioned this. We're referencing part one. Uh, Callback. Anyway, so years later, I run into his daughter, who's a full grown woman with yeah, like a yeah. kid now. Nice. And um, she's like, Justin, remember me from wrestling? I was like, oh my God, yeah. Hey, you know, what, what's your dad up to? You haven't seen him? And she goes, she got all serious faced on me. And I go, what's the matter? Like, my dad raped me. Oh my well, God. Well, all right then. Uh, um, this is oh. what can you offer, ladies and gentlemen? So. Out of all the worst offenders oh, in the history of Oklahoma indie wrestling, yeesh. that one Gosh. takes the cake. Because not only are you a pedophile, yeah, 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 you're yeah, an incestuous yeah. pedophile. Incestuous with pedophile. your not even like like a random cousin incestuous, your own daughter. And it further solidifies he probably did try to jack that guy out. Oh, now you believe every story. That's a hundred percent true. Now he yeah. probably didn't try. To, he probably tried to blow him too. He probably straight he probably up did blow. Him. He probably did jack him. Oh, up. yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah. here's the thing. I wrestled this guy a bunch. Yeah. He loved it, too. And looking back, you go, golly, all those waist locks. <laughs> Did he ever do that road it dog? It meant something else to him. Did he ever do the road dog pump handle slam? Yeah, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about? Road dog, yeah, you put yeah, the you hand through? Yeah, yeah, I love it. That's great. That's that, doggy stuff. That would never you know, fly today. Here's a crazy road dog thing. I was, so I, I told you guys, like, I, I don't watch... Wrestling. Yeah, I watch yeah, yeah. night like when I go to YouTube. I watch '90s WCW Prime, yeah. '90s WCW yeah. Saturday Night. Like I go find this old stuff. Yeah, I was watching the other night and dude in dreadlocks and no body, mm. you know, doughy as can be, mm-hmm. wearing um just plain black shorts, you know, mm-hmm. trunks. Uh, shows up on there wrestling. I think Alex Wright or Regal or somebody. Yeah, yeah. Brian Armstrong. Mm. Nice. Rogue dog, yeah, Jesse yeah. James. Yeah. Before, but he's got the dreadlocks. But Brody. He doesn't, he doesn't look anything, you know. Yeah. yeah. And they go, oh, he's one of the Armstrong boys. The Armstrong curse. You know, you guys remember yeah. the Armstrong curse? They used yeah, to always yeah, talk yeah. about the Armstrong curse. Uh, supposedly, like, yeah. after Bullet Bob did something, and, like, since then all the sons were cursed after yeah. that, and mm-hmm. they all lost all their matches. Did you remember Brad? Uh, no, it was a Brian. Brian. Brian Armstrong. No, Brian was a drug dog. What was Brad Armstrong? There was yeah. Brad, Scott, Steve, and Brian. Yes. Right? Am I calling that no, Brad? Brad was the right. ref, right? No, Brad. Brad, well, Brad was Brad was the, the, the star. He was supposed yeah. to be the star. And they, they put him in 100 different gimmicks. Um, and he was always, you know, they were always trying to repackage him. At one point, he was Badger. He was mm. the masked guy on, on Bad, on, uh, you know, with Hayes and Gordy and, yeah, yeah. and all those guys. He would come out to Garvin. Uh, they, they they had like a mask guy and they called him Bad Street. Yeah. Was, they were all from Bad Street USA and it was him. And then they had him in a Southern Boys gimmick with Terry Taylor where he literally came out dressed like Confederate soldiers, which you know, yeah. nice. That's one of those looking back things. Like, oh, you know, there are so many Confederate gimmicks in the history of wrestling. Uh, quite a few. Like I don't know how we separate. Like now that you get canceled for that. Yeah. Yeah. WWE did right. They did a good job covering up Road Dog. Like, hey, wear a baggy shirt. What are those baggy pants that tucked in your kick pads? But he pulled the look off. The, 
You think a road yeah, dog? I, I, I didn't, like. I liked I didn't, his look. I didn't bat my. Here's the thing. I don't think the new age outlaws were going to work out long term. Yeah. Until they got the rub. Yeah. 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 From, uh, from the new DX or whatever. DX, yeah. I mean, like it's like it's like getting dropped into like the per- it's like Steve Mungo and Michael's getting to be a horseman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, this dude would have never lasted five minutes in wrestling if he was not put with the horseman. Right. Yeah. I love the New Age. I love Billy Gunn. I love Verdo. Yeah. I was never into the gimmick. I don't know. I liked them. I you it could, fit right in. You could argue but that the new DX way. was you know more superior than DOG. You know, from a fan standpoint, I like Sean way more. Sean's my guy. But you, it's it's hard not to argue that the most mainstream they were was when you know Austin was on top. Yeah. See, here's the thing. Like I was in the Attitude Era and the Monday Night Wars. I chose Team WCW. So mm. I was. Mm. So I, you lost. I was. Um, I was antagonistic, even though I was t- I, deep down yeah. I enjoyed what I was watching yeah. on both programs. Sure. I would watch both. Savage. But I would always say, well, WCW was superior because cause I loved Hogan and I was yeah, a yeah. boy and, and yeah. Savage and all those guys. Yeah. It was my childhood yeah. repackaged. And I was like, hey, see, these guys are cool and relevant still. I like this. And, you know, Roddy Piper would show up. The Warrior would yeah, show yeah. up. You're like, this is awesome. Yeah. WC- or WWF is so pre-packaged and, you know, yeah. uh, you know, Kane and Katie Vick and that stuff. That's stupid. You know, this doesn't yeah. feel. WCW had like a real feel to it. It mm. felt like you were watching a sports event. Yeah, as opposed it, to WWE, which it always had good color too. I think it helped. It was on TNT, so it was the same <clears throat> channel that shot basketball. But it had like a kind of a gray yeah. tone, like a Snyder cut almost. You know, it's, it's yeah, kind yeah, of a yeah. Snyder I agree with that. cut yeah. versus like where you'd call WWF Marvel at the time. Yeah, you know, like, yeah. like the MCU bright colors yeah. and all the characters were really yeah. well scripted out. I don't know, man. I was I was always well. I mean, you know, the first time I, I've told it on this podcast, but like scrolling through the channels, I saw Sting in the crow paint, loved him. I was like, "Wow, wrestling is cool. I like this." And then, you know, a month later, I see Stone Cold on a different channel and could not give a fuck about WCW ever again. It was Stone Cold, <laughs> and anybody that was in opposition to Stone Cold, because like uh, I have a buddy that's big on the whole like, "Oh, are you a Brett guy or a Sean guy?" I was like, "Fuck." Both of them, because they fucking had WrestleMania matches against Stone Cold. And Stone Cold is the fucking man. So, as much as you ever were into Hogan, I was into Austin. I mean, by which, far. Which is weird, because they, uh... So, I was watching early WWE. It was a 94, so this has been, like, probably five minutes before Austin was in yeah. WWE. But he was still in WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was... They'd broken up the Hollywood Blondes. He'd hurt his knee. Right. Brian Pillman's now a horseman, so he's just kind of stuck in limbo. Nobody cares yeah. about him. I think he'd lost the U.S. title, and he's just kind of... So he just come back, and it's yeah. funny because I'm watching him wrestle this jobber, and he just yeah, completely yeah, yeah. like kills this guy. Yeah, you can yeah. tell he's, he wasn't even taking care of him. He was just right, like, right, just fucking him up. Uh, and he, you know, he, but he still got the blonde hair. Yeah. It's like receding hairline, blonde hair, yeah, white yeah. boots. He's like, I gotta cut that shit. Kind out. of worthless Hollywood blonde tights that yeah. are kind of like just cliche, generic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was funny watching because you could see like where the stone cold attitude was there. Yeah, but the look wasn't right. Mm-hmm. And then the I was. My favorite Stone Cold story, though, is, you know, he goes to ECW for, like, two shows. Yeah. He's there for, like, two months. And he only goes there because Paul Heyman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. a Paul Heyman guy. For sure. Paul Heyman takes care of him. He goes, hey, you got yeah. a cut. Come yeah. here. You know, I'll, I'll hold on to you till Yeah. W-. So he was working a program with the Sandman. Beer swigging. Yep. Yeah. You know, yeah, cussing yeah. guy, you know. Right. So you kind of know where he stole the gimmick from. For sure. They take him over to WWE. They put him with, uh, with a million-dollar man. Yeah. Because why? Y'all don't get the obvious thing here. 
I fucking, I don't fucking You always know. remember the TV show The Million Dollar Man, right? Oh, yeah, Steve Austin. Yes. Steve Austin was The Million Dollar Man. That was before my time. So it was an 80s or eighties TV show, I'm pretty sure, where he's like the bionic man, where yeah. he's like, he's yeah, built, yeah. like they were, <laughs> we can make him. His name was Steve Austin. Yeah. So it made sense. If you got a guy named Steve Austin, you got to put him with a guy called The Million right, Dollar right. Man. Yeah. And then you watch that WrestleMania 12 match Fight with, with Savio Bigfoot. Vega, and it was like the worst, yeah. least overmatch I've ever seen sure. in my life. Yeah, yeah. Like they could care less about Savio Vega and even less about right. gimmickless Steve yeah, Austin. Yeah, this Jabron. Yeah. And it was about that time, like Austin, he's watching their, uh, he's talking to Hayes, and Hayes just ordered all the merch for the for the show. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he goes, all these guys are getting these merch checks, and he's like, hey man, like can we get a Steve Austin shirt? And Hayes looks him in the face and goes, and nobody's gonna ever buy a Steve Austin shirt, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then, like, within like two years, yeah. the, the the most sold shirt T-shirt of in, all time, not in wrestling, just yeah. literally of any shirt ever made right. in humanity's history. In yeah. T-shirts, period. Probably yeah. next to the, the smiley face or whatever. You know, yeah. the, 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 don't worry, be happy or something. Have a nice day, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like they saw a lot of those back in the seventies and eighties. Like the most bought shirt ever. Yeah. Was the Austin three sixteen? Right. I mean, every kid, dude. Anybody who went to high school in the nineties or early two yeah. thousands, yeah. Tell me you didn't know at least one kid who had a Stone Cold shirt and oh, drink a sure. beer. I was the kid, so yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, so I, I was like that. Kid. I had the what shirt? All right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Well, Tim just hit me with a message. Said we are about to leave. So let me hit Justin with some uh, quick rapid fire, real quick. Give me five names in Oklahoma people you want to have matches with. Off the top of your head. That's a fucking... You can do three. See, now you, you, you asked me to get some heat because I'm going to leave somebody off on accident. It's okay. Gonna, Fuck them. Well, from a worker standpoint, we all, we all, we all get I got to have my Tim match to get my rematch. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, but yeah. but let, let's say I've already had that with Tim. Okay. okay. So obviously Alex. I'm writing this down. Thank you. I can't, I can't, well, sit, here and, broke, I can't okay. sit here in front of him and not put him over. That's right. He, he invited me to his podcast. That's so very nice. This, yeah. You know what this whole two hours of podcasting has been about? It's to get to this point. It's to get to this moment where he yeah. can put pen to paper He's and sign the contract. writing it down. I'm only doing it because I feel like I don't want to just look you in the eye when no, you No, no, absolutely. Alex. Here's the thing. So, uh, honestly. Uh, I know what you're going to say. I, and just to kind of put you over a little bit. Um, I had, I really had very little knowledge of you. But, yeah. I, but the truth is, it's because I was out. And you, you, you didn't have. You were nobody when I left. I'm way after you. Yeah, yeah you, you, I was. No, I was not were, even in the backyard. Right, but that's what I mean. Is like, like I kind of knew who John was, and the only reason I know who yeah. John was is because I kind of knew poor. And the only reason I even followed yeah. anything to do with John after that is God because. Also, I mean, I this, no, I, I can care less about his wrestling. What I found is that he said obnoxious things on the internet, yeah. and I enjoyed yeah. his presence yeah, on yeah, the internet. Yeah. He was a super troll, and so even after I was done with wrestling, yeah. I kept following John yeah. because he would pop me. Yeah. And then like we found out we both had very similar superhero interests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nerd shit. So we shit. create the Justin League. It's the secret message yeah, yeah. board where it's just a bunch of like nerds. It's my favorite part of Facebook to be fair. It really is. It really it's is. what I live for. And then the new thing on the Justin League board is yeah. John Justin's <laughs> meme war. We just... With, with CrossFit versus Planet it's Fitness. CrossFit versus Planet Fitness every day and, now. And so. it's such an organic like organically evolved mm. storyline. It really is. That's being booked by nobody. <laughs> Yeah. It really is. I, the first few times that you posted, we're gonna get off, but that's okay. But the first few times you posted CrossFit things, and then, and then like, then you posted ones where you you had photoshopped my face in and stuff, but very poorly, which is the yeah. best part. Yeah, is our poor Photoshop. Because I skills. do it on my phone. Oh, it's right? phenomenal. Like, yeah, with same. My finger trying to cut yep, stuff out. Same. Um, the very phenomenal thing about all of this is where I was like, man, I'm gonna have to like Google Planet Fitness like memes or whatever. And then like the more I thought about it, 
the more I was like, I've got really good ideas. So I started making some. And I was like, <laughs> this is the best thing ever. This is better than the wrestling feud. Yeah. Yeah. How many hours a day at work do you spend like on the Justin League board, like working Dude. on something for Justin League? And you're like, if I only gave this much dedication to my day job. <laughs> Dude, if you, if you were to walk into NSU and look across the basketball court into the corner where there are some plyometric boxes and you see me sitting on a 24-inch box kicking my legs, playing on my phone, I'm making a fucking fuck Planet Fitness meme. I just want so. you bitches to know I've been getting tagged in this shit. I've had no clue what it meant because I'm not in your, your cool people page. No, you're not. And I love how you, you, interrupt, you, I, you, I love how you interrupted the Justin putting me over part to talk about All yourself. Right. Oh, yeah. so, so, now, so now Tim is motioning that we have to leave and he has a mad face. He ain't going to do nothing. Alex Royal. <laughs> I was kidding. We're the main event. <laughs> Alex Royal won. Yeah. Um, give, give me at least two more. All right, so Tim Alex. I put this way. Um, Johnny, I've Z. never worked nasty. Nasty. I've never worked one. Tommy Dean. Or solid. Um, man, so these are guys I've never worked, right? Yeah. yeah. These guys I want to have one. That's a good list, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so th- throw one out here. Who should be on my list? Uh, nasty would be the first one, and then yeah, Tommy Dean would be good. Possibly even like a Sam Stackhouse would Luke be a Langley. good match. Luke, of Luke. course. Yeah, I mean, okay, so so, so Dimitri, Luke, um, these are all go. guys there that I would put on. Uh, uh, double yeah. D, I've never worked double D. You got D. the list, yeah, yeah. Um, who's um, the Barrett? Uh, Barrett Brown. What's Barrett his Brown. gimmick? Good machine gun. Get, uh, gat, 50, gun. 50 cal. 50 cal, Barrett, Barrett yeah. Brown. Barrett Brown um, obviously would be an amazing uh, guy to work with. These are all... Um, yeah, there, there's a handful of guys that I can mean, look at and go that these are elite level guys. You got you got a hot hit list final topic. I don't have anything. I'm gonna let Justin do the the sign off. Justin, sign uh, off. Let's, let's get out of here. So no, please, I, I, please I, don't I, end it with so another we, rape story. No, 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 what you've learned today. So, I've taught you some stuff. Listen, today. if I can tell you, if there's anything you should take away from this podcast, it's that Justin has now listened to five of these. What can you offer podcasts? There you go. And he's going to be on two of them. <laughs> um, I've been on two of them. So no, I um, I've really enjoyed catching up with these guys because he. So so this Zach, Zach, Zach. Uh, Royal comes up. I almost said yeah. Zach Royal. Zach's the gay Alex one. Royal comes. Yeah, they, not the gay brother, the straight brother. So the Royal comes up to me at, at the show. He says, "Hey man, you should listen to John and I's podcast." I'm like, "All right, yeah." Like I want to listen to some indie wrestling podcast. Sure. Yeah, about local indie wrestling at that. Uh, and then I was like, finally, he convinced me. He's like, "I listened." To it. I was like, "Okay, wait. This isn't this isn't a wrestling podcast. I like this. I like this." And then you guys start talking about stuff that I really wanted to talk about, like like um, spicy chicken sandwiches. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The reason I've never got a tattoo because I'm so much smarter than you guys. See, we didn't even get around to getting all a tattoo. This. Episode three stupid. coming soon. I know. Like, getting I, a tattoo. I, is I, so I can tell him right stupid. now why, like, why, like, he's he's why I, I've never had a cavity and I have perfect teeth. I'm gonna let John sign off because I don't want to get locked in this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm just gonna say right now that um. Justin podcast, Lee. Boys. Justin Lee tried to sell me uh, meth because he was wanting my teeth to get fucked up again right before we started this podcast. Melaleuca, actually. But uh, now we're gonna go um, uh, do steroids and get tattoos. So I'll see you guys later. Any spicy chicken sandwiches? From Popeyes. All right, that was good.